0: (laughs) This list is so massive, I can't wait for it to slide in my gumbo thighs, bud. (laughs)
1: Welcome, friends, <laughs> to the Joe Blow Nightclub Show uh-huh. in the year 2023, where we
2: cover our 2022s. And we're going to drink mid-March. some booze. <laughs> and drink yeah. them brews. In mid-March, yeah, I know, fucking A. You've heard the rest now here at the Best Rock. You're going to catch that little chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you've heard the rest now will hear the best save the best for last that's it welcome friends of both the joe blow and the nightclub i am the host of the joe blow horror show boss tuna
2: and i'll be that boy the co-host of the joe blow horror show and co-host of the nightclub along with
1: it's me it's me rickles pickle
3: rickles (laughs) Normally, like I have a little something to bring you guys in, but this is kind of like a group effort here, so we'll we'll yeah. just say we got we're winging it. Yeah, <laughs> we're winging it. We got gumbo thighs, Boo.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know why that's so funny. It's so
2: <laughs> sloppy. We, it's so juicy. <laughs> and then,
3: yeah. And then we got some salty sausage, Mister Rickles. I'm Welcome, Sloppy this is, Rick. I'm excited. This is Richard five, Rick.
4: Oh, sure. You cannot
3: say that word. It's 2023. I'm Sorry. sloppy.
4: Reshore. Now that's, oh. that's my name here. Need I'm sloppy. Re-shored.
3: Travis, you got to put like the little beep oh. buzzer on the, on the last two. Every time I say reshore. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Oh, Unbelievable. This is, this is my favorite episode of the year. And I don't give two shits that we're recording it in mid-March shit's gone down and happened it's still fun i'm a list guy i love lists these these yahoos were giving me shit because i'm i'm tactile i got my little yellow piece of paper here you hey, even i <laughs> yeah, love like
1: a green screen right now too on the <laughs> <Yeah>. discord
2: <laughs> i love pen to paper i really do man but i'm just saying i'm, and I'm advocating letterboxd for everyone out there who watches and catalogs their films uh, Letterbox is a dope app. It just, you can make private lists, and that's how I do my list. So I get to see it as I go through the year. I think it's pretty cool. Black Phillip. Whoa.
3: it's a top 15 <laughs> of 2022 I'm, I'm pumped i think this is all three of our favorite shows so this is going to be a good episode it's going to be fun i am hoping that we're going to have some movies that you guys have never heard of and some recommendations for you and give you guys something to do after the show
1: yeah all that's my good horror drink. cred dies tonight
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's good for the listeners but i'm honestly just here to hear y'all's list i don't give a fuck what they think and I want to tell you mine because I think mine's pretty dope. I think all of ours is going to be pretty dope. And I, what is it? It's a top fifteen with some honorable mentions. So people tonight yeah, are probably going to five hear. Monty's. Yeah, they're going to probably hear somewhere around sixty films. So there you go. It's going to be dope.
3: Top fifteen of twenty twenty two. We're gonna get into that here, but I need some podcast lubrication.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: There's only one way to get that when we're at the Joe Blow at the nightclub show.
2: Joe Blow nightclub show, don't you know? Where are we going? Don't you know? What bar? Uh, we normally go to the Titty Twister or the Gold Ballroom or whatever the fuck the proper the grand name is. Ballroom. Yeah, I'm yeah. Poser. I'm not a poser. <laughs> I, I think it's called the Gold Room on the sign. I really do. Uh, gold. <laughs> Yeah, tonight tonight we're gonna stop into a nightclub place. We're gonna stop at the Dunes Cantina, baby.
3: bartender over here barkeep yeah hey what time's the bartender start like what do we got to do to get a drink in here i mean is is my is my platinum dunes cantina gold card not good enough for you what a leg? whose leg
2: do we gotta hump
3: i'm going back there to mix my own my own drinks for you guys what are we having
2: uh tonight i'm having some juice force voodoo ranger ipa alongside some ginger ale and vodka uh yeah, I'm hitting a little bit of the liquor here tonight, Randers, and oh! also, also I've got this tasty ass vape pen with some THC P, I think it is in there. They described it as a balanced high. Yeah, I got some T T H C P P. Uh, P. Yeah, I'm not gonna pee on camera. Don't worry, shuttle the pod. You can watch or listen, <laughs> whatever. Um. <laughs> if I don't hear it on the recording, I'm gonna be mad. Nothing makes
3: me sleepier than hearing a grown man pee on a sidewalk. True. <laughs> it's just so relaxing. What the fuck?
2: Oh, okay. Uh, what are what oh, y'all just, having?
3: Just saying, those chuttle boys, they, they always... That's Bourbon
2: Street, 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 Street shit. Yeah, that is some... Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I'm having... nowadays.
2: I'm that boy.
1: <laughs> I'm that boy. That
2: mm-hmm. or king, cuz with my Not. with my strawberry lemonade beer. We're doing it right, man. We're at Dunes. We're drinking our regulars, our voodoo's, and our nowadays boss tuna. What are you pouring yourself? Since the bartender's too busy I, fucking being passed out. I miss out?
3: beer so bad. That Natterday, I can, I can taste it. I can taste it. But this is a very special episode, and I'm here with some very special people. And I went a little. I, I, I dipped into my secret stash. <laughs> the Balvenie. Balvenie. Oh, the Balvenie. This double is wood. imported. Yeah, Double Wood. It's matured in two distinct casts. It's aged twelve years. This is distilled and imported from Buff, Dufftown Ban Banfinshin Fire,
2: Scott <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that shit.
3: Yeah, dude. Those 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 Scott, I tell you what. Established in eighteen ninety two. This is further maturation in European oak sherry casks. It increases the complexity, bringing fruity, honeyed depths to the resulting single malt. We're gonna brew a drink so fine it'll turn your ass into a fireplace. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna start sounding like that fucking uh custodian from The Simpsons here before too long.
2: Nice, Can, and I'll can't be even... I'll be the slurry witch Plavis. That's what I'm gonna be by the slurry. time we get to our number one. Yeah, cheers, yeah. buds. That's um, uh
3: that's four fingers, and that's like four giant boss tuna fingers of of scotch. There, cheers, brother.
1: I got four fingers too.
3: Mm-hmm. I got four fingers in your mom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she probably needs it, bro. Oh, just Aww.
4: saying. Dad's,
2: hope, hope, dad's been dead a while. Hope Mama, hope Mama, praise John gets gets on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna cut this out. Um, <laughs> I'm, I just thought of your mom, dude, and she gave me a thing from my mom's. No, I'm cutting that out. Uh, hell yeah, guys. Uh, we're four fingers deep, and we're we can. This is the dunes. We don't have to leave. That so we're we're just gonna do the fucking the rest of the show you here. Got the private room yeah <laughs> you fingers. got fingers you guys fingers smell like gumbo too no the, the tall man is over here serving his drinks tonight he's like our little uh our butler so he's oh, nice
3: and it's and on like blue. a yeah it's like a big floating silver platter bringing us our drinks
2: the list is about to begin sir <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right top 15 of 2022 overall what do we think of 2022 the year the
2: the, the themes Oh, my God, dude. Maybe compared to the last couple of years. What do you guys got? When I look at how I've seen horror films, and if I judge it by decades, which a lot of us do, this 2010s and 20s so far are like the fucking 80s again. Like It's like horror is just on fire. And I think it's being talked about a lot more nowadays, but that's bleeding. That's still bleeding over So, uh, from some recent things I've seen, but. 2022 is phenomenal. I think it's just as good as 2021 and 2020. Love it. I think it's even better than 2020 and 2021. It's crazy. Damn, hell yeah, Rick. Fuck yeah, man. I like hearing this. So, I if if
3: I go back a little bit here when I was getting my list together, I the year hold on. Four score and seven <laughs> years
1: ago. I don't know what he said. No. <laughs>
3: When I. Oh, I... Sorry. You got me all. <coughs> Rejacked up. God bless it.
2: You sloppy reshard. <laughs> Rick, that's the new Cropsey. It's a new term.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. That's a sloppy reshard,
2: right
4: <laughs> whatever,
2: oh, f- f- <laughs> oh! I had, f- another,
3: f- had another note. I, there, there was a lot of films that, as I was going throughout the year, that I was kind of disappointed in. I was thinking, like, this is a down year. This is a low year. I was disappointed. What I will say is, is I don't think this had as many top-end bangers as the years past, but it had a very solid middle. When I looked, my bottom rating of film this year was higher than my bottom of the last couple of years, so I had a really solid middle, but my top end wasn't nearly or wasn't quite as high uh, as the rest too. Also, as far as like, are you
2: think, are you a top or a bottom?
3: I'm a wherever you want me to be. You, you can my, throw me around. You, and, my, you
2: my side piece now.
3: So you know, I want to say a couple of years ago, it was the year of the. Um, the The sequels, and then last year it was the year I forgot what it was last year, but this year i have it's the year of which movies man there it's is, the year of the
2: fuck you endings too
3: which I love there's a good lot of good conversation to had with those movies that are the ones that just leave you kicked in the in the the, the balls or the 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 labia or the gut punch or whatever you want to say but yeah, there was a lot of those as well. But, I mean, the witch movies this year. You Won't Be Alone, Two Witches, She Will, Hellbender. I mean, and these aren't just random movies, you know, because there's tons of witch movies. There. These are legit movies that have been on a lot of people's lists, and you might be hearing them tonight as well, too. But very strong year for witch movies, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's there's thematically that's, yeah, I mean, the witches as well. One thing, too, that I want to bring up, and this is something that I've noticed for the last handful of years, and I'm sure you guys have as well, too. And I heard another podcaster talk about this. And I feel like he took the words right out of my mouth. But the biggest problem I have with just films in general, but particularly the horror film genre, and that's why we're all here is because we're quote unquote experts on it. At least we think we are and we have a podcast. But the biggest problem I have with films in general, not just horror in the last few years, is is just essentially the wokeism that's just infiltrating everything. About films especially the writing uh and with the female characters a lot of it feels forced and then you know when you're putting and and, and I, i've got to be very careful on how i explain this but just the fact that it feels forced when you're putting female characters in certain roles um that are non-traditional that's it's a fine line and there's a couple movies i'll talk about that are on my list that i love um that are examples of that but that's the one thing i notice in a lot of them it's just you're kind of sitting there and you're like okay this is just a little bit too much too in my face um but yeah that that's that's the one thing that i've really kind of noticed and and i think we're coming off on the tail end of it just because of what our country's been going through in the last few years but i mean am i I just wanted to throw that out there. That's and, really
2: that's interesting because for me that like along with this being like it's your year of the witches, it's my year of the fuck you ending, I also think it's the year of the heroine. Um and I was kinda yeah, I was kind of there. Of yes. too, I was, ca- sure. was kinda of there for it to be honest. Yeah. I mean to... that's
3: what I'm saying. There's there's a handful on my list that you'll see yeah. with this, but also there's a lot that were I feel detracted from the movie because they maybe they tried pushing – well, they just tried pushing politics, and they tried pushing certain stuff too much to be like, "Hey, check out my film because it has this and this." Which I'm is... I'm
2: interested to know what those are because I'm not I'm not nuns coming to me right now. Maybe I saw them, but none's coming to me at the moment. Interesting though. I like I like I like this topic. So, no, I just wanted the MCU forced it real hard with that one scene from um uh Endgame. Like they forced that female thing, and and even the audience groaned to a degree. I am not going to take it away from the girls though. I'm sure there were a lot of females in the audience that fucking loved that scene. So. I mean, like I
1: thought it I thought it was cute, but yeah, I mean it was it was obvious pandering, but Yeah,
2: when you could tell it's obvious it kind of detracts from it a little bit. Um when it comes to totals for this year, I've got the exact same number that I had last year for 2021. I've Let got Let me guess.
3: Was it 68?
2: Yes, I've got 68 okay. watches. I remember what the that. fuck? Mhm.
3: I remember That's that. my
2: total, too. Whoa!
3: Are you twin- just tallied it up. We're twinsies.
4: Twinsies.
1: I was shooting right, for 69 and I failed.
3: What do you think Boss Tuna's total is? 113. Rickles? I'm going to go with 112. Rickles wins. 112. I'm going to fucking kill I'm myself. I'm lying. <laughs> no. it, it's 100 even. It's 100 on the nuts. If you wow, whole year it's like one of those like cheeky horror movies that tell you the the whole ending during the movie but you just don't pay attention mm. the whole year i was telling you guys i'm gonna watch 100 movies that's it the one thing i will say though is i've watched more rewatches this year than probably the last two or three years combined so that's what i did today i had a couple today and a couple yesterday uh of rewatches just to kind of see where they fit and and and, and that's fairly i mean i think that carries some weight for for the fans of the the old boss tuna because as you guys know for sure i'm not a big rewatch guy at all Um, but i watch i rewatch probably 20 25 of the ones from this year so i'm pretty proud of that
2: i am proud of that because you did make mention that you had been doing some rewatches and um i've done some as well in the few weeks uh leading up to this and i did watch a movie as recently as today from 2022 so i was still getting some in kind of at the last second but uh ricky you did some rewatches
1: i did but mostly from my top end right trying to figure out where everything fits because uh i know the pieces fit i watched them fall
3: (laughs) oh there's our theme song
2: (laughs) it's gotta have that like
3: playing playing like softly in the background right oh yeah
2: oh yeah it's in there Mm mm-hmm Yeah, so
3: Boss Tuna watched hundred films. I averaged out my top fifteen this year, and it came in at an eight point three. If I was that's more, that's your average. Eight, that's my average. That's that's big, right? Eight point three. Is that big? That average?
2: I didn't do any oh, no, of that. No, that's,
4: that's
3: small. No, that's big. Yeah, that's big. That's big. Hog- Hogzilla approves.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I, I yeah. I, I, eight point three. Is that all
3: right?
2: I didn't do an average, <laughs> so I have no idea. No. Yeah, clue. you're probably point three is
1: average and i'm angry i'm mad now <laughs> just double
3: it and you might be halfway there Keep well there. folks now we're gonna start our <laughs> top 15s of 2022 i talked over you in the beginning so you gotta
2: redo it he ain't doing it nope this is how it is now welcome to the nightclub <laughs> <laughs> i need order
3: order no, no. well
2: folks chaos reigns
3: now we're gonna
4: <laughs>
1: now we're gonna start our top 15 of
3: twenty twenty two. yes but first oh us forgot i don't know if the dunes cantina allows smoking or not i know they allow vaping uh, huh. my name's t and i'm just a big vapor with my <laughs> plus p vape huh. yeah but pp has got a little Real something, something here. We'll see if that shows up. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm so big. Let me, let me tell you what it is. Yep. I got to have a cigar. You guys, you guys know how I roll. I feel extra special too because I'm like drinking some fancy scotch. But I got a haicho Amano Sancho Panza Honduras, the original cigar, little dark mild. Will you have some of that with me? Yes, you will. I am gonna get this thing just stoken and. Just gonna be crushing some fucking Balvenie, and we're gonna be talking about horror movies. And I'm I'm just in hog heaven right now. So,
2: bro, bro, this yeah, is gonna man. be dope. This is gonna be so fucking dope. Yeah, see, yeah, it's gonna be the yeah, dopest. You see? Every yeah, time man. someone smokes a cigar, I just want to call them Muggsy. <laughs> I'm gonna have oh, bro. If I could digitally reach out and be like Muggsy, and just slap that cigar, I would slap <laughs> it. I'd slap, slap, it. It. slap it, slap it, slap it hard. Don't make me
3: slap you. I will slap your face so super hard. All right, Fucking here we go. Everything huh? is so sexualized these days. I love it.
2: You guys are disgusting. It's I true. It. I love it so much. All we're, right.
1: a, we're, a, we're a very sexually charged podcast.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just raw, primal. Mm-hmm masculine energy if
3: our yes. if our viewers were able to just see how good looking we are rickles is just chilling out shirtless in his sweater vest just got the lights down low, just right. Atkins, shame you oh, got, yeah you got tibu he's, he's undressing it up nice beard he's probably gonna pee and, in a bottle shortly yeah and then, and then the you got boss tuna just the ex former hand model i mean what else <laughs> Ex Ex former
2: else? hand model <laughs> Yeah. Alright, George Costanza um, <laughs> Alright, here here we go with our top 15 Let's dive into this shit Let's let's bang our hands on the table Bring the mead, here we go My number 15 of 2022 Guys, I've been waiting to do this with y'all For fucking a year Oh, I'm so pumped My number 15 Chew. Chew, cause It's about Chew. a A woman's carefully constructed life Is appended when an unwelcome shadow From her past returns Resurrection Forcing her to confront the monster she's evaded for two decades, starring Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth. You goddamn right, Resurrection. Uh, Rebecca Hall is Bay. I'm just gonna say it right yeah, now. Yes, she is. She yep. was previously featured in David Bruckner's, um, The Night, the Night House. House. Yeah, which was on. Uh, I think it was like my number four or five last year, somewhere in there. Uh, I love that movie, and I love T- this. Movie. Tim Roth is Bay too. Oh my god, dude, Tim Roth is so Bay. And he plays a free fucking Mr. Orange this... boy. Yeah, Mr. Orange goes hard, boy. <laughs> I'm gonna try not to go too much into this film, but the performances from everybody, and most importantly, Rebecca Hall. Oh, uh, yeah, she's she phenomenal. Fucking, she's a
1: fucking ten out of ten in there.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. She, she plays so, someone who is going through it. Okay, like they are going through it, and she, oh man. When, went like a lot of movies from twenty twenty two, it and I think I think me and Ricky echo each other a lot. We always say we when we really love a film, it's like the performances, the cinematography, the score. Yeah. I don't remember the score from this film. I'm, I'm going to. am a big
3: story guy, to be honest.
2: Yeah, but it's got to be
3: impactful. I mean, I like, I, I like, I any... like a
1: little bit of everything, but yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Like
1: there's, the story... there's, there are certain ways directly into my heart. Mm-hmm. And and cinematography is one of them for sure. for your butthole is another one. Um. Yep. Well, <laughs> but
2: <laughs> for sure. But when Hashtag you look leather cheerio. At, when you look at the cinematography mm-hmm. like that in so many of these films, and we're gonna get to it. So I guess I, I'll, I'll parse this this point out uh, when it comes up again. But to keep it to keep it kind of concise, my number fifteen for twenty twenty two is this psychological horror film that you have to see. It's got some great performances and cinematography. Mm-hmm resurrection i'm gonna give this movie an eight and a half out of ten
3: mother humper
2: this film follows a
3: lycanthrope superhero who fights evil using the abilities given to him by a curse brought on by his bloodline this is directed by michael giancino written by heather quinn and peter cameron and some others on such a big movie but (laughs) this is werewolf by night cheated a little bit because this isn't a full feature length but 52 minutes this was this was
2: great no that is a feature length according to the mpaa 40 minutes is a feature length film you're good
3: oh 40 minutes is a feature length film
2: yes according to the mpaa or whatever the fuck decides that shit yeah yeah 40 minutes i looked this up recently okay they, they well, might that's... not call it one but it, it it can classify like host i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead no um
3: this yeah i i i absolutely love this it was i i'm not the and it's ironic because we were talking earlier about about uh, uh superhero movies but i'm not usually a fan of the superheroes especially the black and white aesthetic but god dang did it work for this the characters made it so fun in in the story to have that story fit in this 52 minutes i thought that there wasn't a single minute wasted it was just as long as it needed to be it didn't need to be cut didn't really need to be longer but this was really definitely driven by the characters i was just glued to the screen the whole time and again 52 minute like a marvel or dc i don't really know what it is but you know in black and white i, I was kind of surprised this was really fun and i'd highly highly recommend this pretty sure it's rated uh like pg-13 so you could have your kids watch it it's a cool little kind of you know entry film for the the horror genre but yeah do you guys I, see that i wish i missed that one this. yeah i, I missed that either. one
2: yeah. It, it was on the list i failed samsies what do you give this for a rating bruh? this is an eight
3: out of ten so boom no. starting my list of eights nice with like a 7.25 i think so yeah love it love it here we go
1: my number 15 it's right here can you hear it can <laughs> no you hear way. it in the room no with you?
4: way
2: yeah, are you know? oh, um, we twinsies again? We're, we're
1: yeah. twinsies again. My number fifteen is Resurrection, oh. um, because Homegirl is bae. yeah, and she blew my mind with her acting and her descent into uh, insanity. <laughs> I, I, I love, I love an unreliable narrative. I love the storytelling in this in this movie, and her and Roth just. And I'm 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 blanking on her name. That they, they just
2: set it off. Rebecca, Rebecca Hall. I, Rebecca Hall.
1: Rebecca Hall and and Roth set it off. <laughs> so there you go. That's my number 15, and I give it an eight. So here we are, starting
2: my list at an eight. Yeah, dude. And bruh, that oh man, nothing heavy hitters this year, man. B- big time, big time. And and I like that you love this year even more than last year. I, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, severe like way more. Yeah yeah really okay cool it's like i'm i'm still on the same wavelength like i'm like oh man 2022 was fucking dope so i'm glad that people are loving it even more and i'm (laughs) it's crazy that we got the same number 15. all right we're twinning too much we gotta stop you're gonna you're gonna twin so much you're gonna get tired of twinning my number 14 four children become friends during the summer holidays oh and out of sight of the adults, they discover they have
0: hidden powers.
2: While exploring their newfound abilities in the nearby forests and playgrounds, their innocent play takes a dark turn, and strange things begin to happen. Anyone want to guess?
3: I think we both know what it is.
2: Yeah, but This was recommended to me by Senor Greinhaus, and that is The Innocents. Wow. Uh, this is a foreign film, and it. Stars' names fun I don't too, very want fun. To butcher, yeah. The, uh, well, no fun movie for sure. I don't, I don't think it's a fun movie. <laughs> fun family, <laughs> Good movie. time, great time. Wholesome. Uh, this it's film, a family
3: unit, it's huge. This, <laughs>
2: this movie's a hard watch. I would say for some people, I want to warn uh, some listeners. There's um animal scenes, and there is you know there's horror to. Happening to animals and children in this film. So if if you're not comfortable with that shit, don't fucking steer here. But uh, even though I'm uncomfortable, I still watched it. Honestly, I went in blind. I didn't even know what it was, but I kept watching it. My God, it's a beautiful film.
3: Oh, yeah. Beautiful shots in there. Mm -hmm. I was surprised how well the acting was by the kids. Very, very very well acted. And just the subject matter was Just, again, to go back to what we talked about, this is one of those examples of a film that's just got some really heavy subject matter.
2: Very, very heavy. Uh, This is the kind of film I don't want to watch again for a long time, but I love it so much. That's really all I got for it. I can't give anything away about this movie. You just got to go in and see it for yourself. But there's some awesome effects in it, too. Just saying for this movie, I don't think it had a high budget pretty sure it wasn't that high but they did a great job and boss tuna nailed it the that the performances are the the that's the reason to see this movie it's great uh eight point i'm gonna go ahead and say 8.75 i'm five. I'm a i'm gonna I'm a switch things up tonight cool. and, and divvy it up a little bit baby yeah the innocence number 14 from Tebu. uh-huh uh-huh
3: my number 14 is a film that i really 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 want to talk about more Even though it's number fourteen on my list, but everybody knows me. What's what 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 am I as far as what's my genre, Tebu? Zombies. Zombies. You did zombie guy. I'm that zombie guy. I saw the zombie bone. Yeah, I saw a handful of them this year, and this is one of the best that I saw of the year. This one is a rabid spreading virus. No biggie which transforms transform people into intelligent, ultraviolet, extra-fast zombie hunters. After each wave of attack by monsters are left incapacitated for 32 seconds while they recover their strength. This one is Virus 32. What got me, I knew right away, like, I, I you know, movie starts up, you probably got your phone in your hand, and you're just sitting there scrolling through some shit. The opening scene is a yeah. continuous shot. Of yeah. about ten minutes, and fluid. it's fucking
1: dope. Yeah, Yeah. yeah.
3: just it, it is so good. It's fluid. I believe it's a Spa- or yeah, is it Spanish? I believe
2: Argentinian. It, it, it's like that. It, it's it's a Latino it, country. Yeah, i, don't it's, know, a Latin, I don't,
3: it's a Latin. It's a country. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. I
3: I just I just love how zombies might be one of the most over. Well, actually, I would say the the overwhelming opinion is that zombies are the most saturated and overwhelmingly in your they face they make they make every, a lot of zombie yeah. and
2: slasher films all the time so.
3: yep yep although i i mean i'm a, i'm a zombie apologist so i'm going to say that probably supernatural is is the one that is just whatever anyways but this was a fresh take on the zombie genre because it it injected something new you know that whole 30 32 seconds it takes them you know that that was a really awesome story element
2: injecting but, something new virus 32 virus 32
3: this builds suspense it has great atmosphere and I just love the setting. This took place in like a big old it looked like an abandoned YMCA or something, but okay. Super cool. Go ahead. No, I, I
2: I, dude, I can't hold it in. Like I said I wasn't gonna do it, but I'm doing it. This was I had this as one of your number one picks. I had
1: this as one of your number as yeah, I had this the, as my number one pick for you. The fact
2: so, that it's coming yeah. in at number fourteen, I is blowing my fucking no mind. idea right now. No yeah. idea. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah, bro.
3: Yeah, it it and this is one of them that I watched twice this year. It didn't go up, it didn't go down, it stayed put. But man, I had a good time. I watched it wow. with a couple buddies, and yeah, it was it's super fun movie. Check it out. I'm the zombie guy, and this is a high recommend. What do you giving? it? Holy moly! Eight, eight, out eight out of ten. Eight out of ten.
2: Rico Bickle.
3: Give me two seconds.
1: Someone just pulled up in my fucking driveway.
2: Oh yeah, do that, boy.
3: It's funny, my buddies and I always have this, like, conversation. We joke around. It's like, you know, when we were kids, like, people showing up at your driveway, knocking on your door, w- walking in your house was just, like, common. Very common,
2: very common.
3: Now, like, if my fucking, if someone knocks at my door after, like, 7 o'clock at night, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Allie, the get the
2: kids, fuck? put them in the
3: bedrooms. Yeah. I'm showing up with fucking sawed-off, double barrel shotgun in their fucking face.
2: It's To me, it's like something's wrong. Something's i know isn't wrong. that fucking weird it's weird That's dude so weird,
3: yeah
2: it's weird to think that but it's true i feel the same way if somebody comes and knocks after dark something's wrong ricky what's going on got me again it was a fucking mosquito okay all right
3: a mosquito how big are your mosquitoes
2: bro they're oh, big, they they big, big like an albatross you know really? that bird the albatross fucking bird? your
3: mosquitoes just pulling up in a Mack truck or some they shit draw- yeah bro, uh-huh. they, drive, they, drive, they drive hummers here. They drive Hummers. You drive
2: Hummers. <laughs> Just the douchiest mosquitoes ever. Yeah. Hummer driving <laughs> mosquito. <laughs> they cut you off all the time. It's fucking annoying. Okay, okay.
1: My number 14. Pengabdi Setan 2. Communion.
0: Oh, no way. Satan Slaves. Yes, sir. Oh, a yeah, murderer.
1: Satan Slaves too. Communion. A mother's terror is forever. After moving from their home to an apartment building, a new terror awaits Rini's family. Directed by Joko Anwar. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that terribly. Oh, I am sorry. Joko
2: Anwar? No, that's a- right.
1: Uh, well, either way, I love Indonesia. Um, mm-hmm. As many of you know, it's probably, it's definitely one of my favorite
2: places that makes I mean, films. you
3: vacation there once a year. This is no surprise to you. I, 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 you-
2: I... Would love to. You have a hut in the forest there, yes. I Kwanzaa. need a thatch roof cottage over there. That would be great. <laughs> Let's all go fund Ricky a, a fucking Indonesian thatch roof. Let's Rickles is
3: just sitting in his <laughs> Kwanzaa hut, ripping fucking Hiawatha. <laughs> <laughs> be horror movies. Any Ayahuasca, day,
2: sir. Ayahuasca.
1: Like they, there's just something about Indonesia, man. Like they just, they just have like really rad like artsy stuff but also like really rad trashy stuff and I just I just I just love them. it's a vibe. Yeah. But yeah, this this that, movie, that, this Indonesian movie is just, vibe, God. that Indonesian vibe, That Indonesian vibe. Dude, this movie's just fun. The performances are good. The there's some genuine spookiness. There's that it it's it's a blast. Um it ties in to the first movie. Not amazingly but serviceable Mm -hmm. there's there's just some great atmosphere some genuine scares, some dread some fun jump scares this is this is a fun flick and rick bob says check it
2: out (laughs) what was your rating on that rick but you give that Rick bob eight Eight out out of ten um i have not seen this film yet but i love hearing all of what you said because i am a fan of the first well the remake or the the first one's supposed I'm a to be fan like... of the OG and the remake. They're they're both great. Is it a remake though or is it a prequel cuz I've read conflicting it's things. It's both. Okay, it's so it's weird. It's both. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know the original was uh the OG was kind of like a a phantasm rip-off. That that was uh what the director was kind of going for.
2: No, and that makes me want to watch the OG even way more cuz I've never yeah. I've never watched it. So yeah, it, it's like
1: it's like it's not like a full rip off. it's like a half-ass like you can tell he you could tell he just like watched phantasm and loved it and was like let me just take some of these ideas and do my own thing with them it, it's
2: i like that fucking rad bro yeah like, definitely it. watch it yeah bud yeah bud my number yeah, 13 yeah, bud. yeah yeah bud yeah bud. Not yeah yeah bud but why is bar oh fuck okay my number 13 4 years after the events of halloween in 2018 lori has decided to liberate herself from fear and the rage and embrace life yeah lori but when cookies it, <laughs> yeah and curse shit and, like that <laughs> and and smash chickens uh or whatever you're doing i don't know but <laughs> When a young man is accused of killing a boy he was babysitting, it ignites a crusade – or a cascade of violence, rather – and terror that will force Lori to finally confront the evil she can't control once and for all. Even uh, even Letterbox is marketing this film wrong. Okay, my number 13, we all know it, Halloween Ends, uh, directed by David Gordon Green, starring motherfucking Scream Queen Jamie Lee Curtis mm-hmm. and – Okay, we've talked about this movie enough on the mm-hmm. podcast. But for listeners who don't know, I'm a big fan of this movie. I think it steered the franchise in a whole new direction that was refreshing. I enjoy the performances, the melodrama, um, the weird fucking story angles. This is a B horror movie through and through. Uh, you got Sewer Michaels and Corey Cunningham. Chud Michael is the best. Yes, yeah, dude, I I, I love. I do this like, movie like. I do like Mia Chud Michael. And John Carpenter returned with his son to do the score, and it's fucking phenomenal. You go just listen to the score of this film. You don't even have to watch the film. Sure. Go listen go listen to the score by itself. I promise you it's fucking exhilarating. It's creepy. It's amazing. It's amazing. Halloween Ends is going to get another. No, you know what? Fuck that. This is a 9 out of 10. My number 13 is a 9 out of 10. That's how tonight's going so far. Fucking bitches.
3: Right, bud. Fucking great. Right.
2: If you could
1: somehow measure the if miles of the eye way. rolling that's going on in my head right now, I don't give a fuck. I know you don't, and that's I don't why give I love a you.
4: Fuck.
3: <laughs> Next up, we got Boss Tuna. number thirteen. This film follows Noah, who meets the alluring Steve at a grocery store, and, given her frustration with dating apps, takes a chance and gives him. For number number 13 for boss tuna is fresh i'm, out, this I'm out again are you serious yeah no <laughs> oh, man oh man i tell you what th- this was also a year for hulu just Fuck just yeah fucking, it was a just, year for hulu just, hulu's bro hulu's clapping mm-hmm. cheeks
2: this year boys Hulu was <laughs> clapping cheeks this clapping year you, you fucking ain't. slapping and smacking hulu all the time
3: this was just well done. The writing was awesome. Sebastian Stan just I love that guy. He he's always yeah. like I, I don't know I couldn't tell you another movie he's been in. I just know him as Bucky from the Captain Um Captain America. America.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <the Right>. <laughs> I was
3: about to call him Captain Marvel. The the gross factor on this is just super effective and the way that the story is told and how it just unfolds. This goes by way faster than you'd expect for a two hour movie. Just excellent acting, just the the practical effects of what the the, the story matter, the, the subject matter is. It was it was awesome. The ending I was like, eh, okay. I, I was hoping for a little bit more out of the ending, but I thought this one this one surprised me. Let's this just is, say that th- as
2: well. This is this is a film for the elites to tell us what they're actually up to. And there's a few, yeah. there's a few films this year that do this. Just mm-hmm. saying,
3: fresh, excellent. Check it out, Hulu just climbing the ranks this year. Eight out of ten. Ricky, Ricky,
0: watching oh, number
2: my
3: thirteen. Oh, Ricky, shit,
1: yo. I thought you came your after Give us
0: movie, Ricky, Ricky. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, baby.
4: Ooh, baby, ooh, yeah. baby, ooh, Sorry, ooh, I, I got a
0: baby.
3: weird random text from my wife. Sorry, it's about that mosquito driving the Mack truck down your driveway. Yeah, not, apparently, not
2: they've that. been having an affair. They've been trying to clap. Oh, they are clapping. <laughs> oh, <no! Yeah. laughs>
3: so,
1: my number 13, and Gosh, I'm gonna get you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and just pull it up on here because I'm gonna have to read the
2: synapse. He clapping that mosquito, boy. <laughs>
1: She's clapping at them mosquito cheeks. <laughs>
3: Hashtag gumbo thighs.
2: Oh! No.
1: Yeah, but I want to say, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not trying to be a drag. You dragon ass bitch. See, I'm as a little as, dragon As soon as, freak.
3: as I go, I, I'm, I'm, putting, <laughs> I'm pulling up my IMDb and all that shit. So I'm prepared and ready.
1: Sorry, bud. I'm, I'm, I'm Rick, fucking Rickles, up. Rickles has wife duty, cuz. Um, so. Pickle Rickles, The Sloppy Richard's (laughs) number 13, directed by Travis Stevens, a local museum curator who is dipping her toe back into the dating pool, is targeted by a charming serial killer. Candyman. When a fateful (laughs) romantic getaway between the two becomes a tense game of cat and mouse, both must confront the madness within him. I know what it is. I don't. I do. Go ahead and say it there, T Wounded Fawn. Yes, oh, it is. Yeah. This, movie, this movie starts off as one thing, and I was 100% here for it, and I loved it. Also, I'm going to just throw this fucking shit out there. But Sarah Lind, I think this that's. Sounds like the a porn one. star. <laughs> the, lead, the lead actress is Bay. She's Bay as fuck. Great acting all around, shot well, the The storytelling's good, you have that strange, unreliable narrative that I love, and yeah. this movie takes a 180, and it becomes something entirely different, and it leaves an impression on you, especially when you're drunk as fuck like I was when it happened, and <laughs> it's just like, it's like okay, movie, you're drunk now. You need to go home and get some sleep. <laughs> but in the best way
3: possible. Y'all you, you remember uh, Seder from last year? This gave me like some Seder vibes, just with the mm. visuals, just the creepy fucking. Okay. I I, okay.
2: I like I what you're saying, and especially the opening of Seder, but man, that movie didn't do it for me. But uh, I want to say hashtag woodpile. Woodpile. yeah, boy. Yeah, hashtag woodpile for that movie. That fucking
1: talking. that the fucking end credits, dope, bruh, bruh. brutal and dope, and dope. and as Cole mentioned, cosmic as fuck. What the fuck? I don't we know. got what? fucking Greek half gods and shit, dude. Cosmic as fuck. It reminded, this movies dope. It's an it re- eight out of ten.
2: It reminded me kind of of uh like the ending ish reminded me sort of of the lighthouse to a degree.
1: Oh dude, like this this blew my fucking mind. I had to. I had to watch it the next day because I wasn't sure how much of that was a fever dream, (laughs) you know, because I'm gummied up, fucking drinking, watching this (laughs) shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm going to have to watch this shit again tomorrow because I'm too fucked up for this. Mm -hmm. And I was just as happy the second time.
2: So, yeah, eight out of ten. My number 12, as a serial killer stalks the city. Julia, a young actress who just moved to town with her husband, notices a mysterious stranger watching her from across the street. This is directed by Chloe – I'm going to say this wrong, but uh, Chloe Okunu? Stevani. No, it's not <laughs> Um I haven't
3: seen this. this. This might be the only one I regret not seeing. This film almost is, made my list. Very it's close. Called,
2: it's called Watcher. And wow. this goes back to us talking about um our our fem- our heroines or you know how yeah. I'm not gonna give away anything, but I'm just saying yeah, no. people need to watch this film. And my God, the the creep factor is there big time. And it it's very hitchcock as far mm-hmm. as I understand. Hitchcock. Um he, he in my cockles. My it, it's got me mm-hmm. in my in my cockles tonight. Um Watchers a dope ass fucking movie. I gave mm-hmm. Halloween Ends a nine out of ten. This movie's also a nine out of ten. I could see this going up too because I, this is this is real world shit. Like this is not a fucking supernatural movie. Mm-hmm. I, I'm letting the audience know if you're going in, you had not seen this film. It's real. It's 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 and it's as real as it gets.
3: All right. I apologize if I said this already, but when I compiled my list, I felt that. For the first time since doing this, I had seen everything that I wanted to see. And what was it? Maybe maybe a week ago when I was just getting everything like dialed in, I came prom this. I think I was telling Tibu uh, we were just on the phone or something. I was like, yeah, I went through my IMDB, my you know watch list. This is literally the one that I saw in there that I was like, fuck, I feel like, because I've seen this on a handful of lists and I regret not watching it. This is, this is your row from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a motherfucking banger <laughs> i haven't seen that either yet i'm i i suck at life should, wow should watch
2: it no yeah it's you're pretty good man at life, but...
3: i'm a terrible friend
2: no but you know go watch it just that's all you and when you do you know you'll have it there it is welcome to the first overlap with boss tuna
3: my number 12 is resurrection ooh Yes, number 15 for both Rickles and Tibu, number 12 for Bostuna. Again, this is an 8 out of 10. It's right in with, you know, the rest of them as far as that goes. Put this one a little bit higher just because, first off, if you guys haven't seen Rebecca Hall's IMDB picture, check it out. She looks like uh, one of my exes. So, yeah, she bae. She bay. Okay.
2: All right, ex bae. Oh, wait. Tim, I'm... Tim Roth. Tim Roth is my ex. Yeah. Lucky. <laughs> I know.
3: Yeah, Uh, again, Rebecca Hall, just he killing got, it. Dude. He
2: got me pregnant. Oh, I'm
3: sorry, Whoa. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm
4: so what do bad. they call it, Kevin? Yeah.
3: Okay. No, Rebecca Hall, Tim Roth make this movie, but I will say that her daughter, uh, Abby, who's played by Grace Kaufman, very, very good job. I just loved how it, it was suspenseful, and there was a mystery element. That was the one thing that keyed me into what was going on, was just that mystery element because it kept you guessing. You're like, what the fuck is going on? The ending was just, man, if you had any, any doubts that this was a horror movie, just stick around to that ending scene. But just how, like, I don't want to really give
2: anything away, but man, there was just some, some. It's a powerful ending with some great imagery. Like for real. Oh yeah.
3: Tim Roth, man. Oh, he, he is just, (laughs) Man, Tim fucking Roth. Just, <laughs> just you, I, I wanted to do some things. I was like, yeah, but we we've talked enough about it. The thing, thing. Hall is motherfucker <laughs> looks just like the thing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: little little reservoir dogs.
3: Yeah, dude. Legit- yeah, he he's he's a legit. This, I mean, I can't think of a better performance for Tim Roth than in this movie because it was he's just a it, it was it was good. It was good. I'm with you, honey bunny. Yeah, bro, dude.
1: Yeah, Resurrection. I'm gonna legendary. leave it
3: short because you guys talked about it, but Rebecca Hall, Tim Roth, they made this movie. Their the, oh. their their chemistry was just awesome. They was it clapping had, cheeks. It was it was clapping cheeks, y'all. Pa y'all, some greasy gumbo files. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of 10, Resurrection.
2: What's you rate that, bro? Eight out of
3: ten.
2: All right, eight that's him.
3: That's, nice. that's fucking four nice. four
2: eights from Boss Tuna so far. Rickles, what's your number twelve, boy? Well, this one was already brought up
1: and it is fresh.
2: So fresh and so clean, clean.
1: Mm-hmm. What struck me about this movie is for one, the intro, because this movie starts off as something else. Mm-hmm. It takes a an awesome one eighty. And I don't want to say too much about the movie, but it's not the you it's not the normal for this genre. It's shot different, it looks different, it has a very sterile atmosphere to it that's unsettling and kind of refreshing for this type of movie. If I say anything more, it's going to be spoiling, Mm -hmm. so I'm not spoiling nothing. Uh, This movie was fun and fucked
2: up, and I loved it. It's an eight. My number 11. Here we go. We're, 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 we're about to breach the top 10, motherfucks. My number 11. When Kira Woods' daughter mysteriously vanishes in the cellar of their new house in the country, she, soon's dis- mm. she soon discovers there is an ancient and powerful entity controlling their home that she will have to face or risk losing her family souls forever. That, actually, that premise gave away a lot more than I'd want it to, but Math scared me as a kid, and it scared me again in this movie. All right, math? yeah, math. Okay, this is a, this is a math mm-hmm. horror film. This film is directed by um, Brendan Muldowney, and it's starring fucking Elisha Cus- uh, Cuthbert. We Elisha mm-hmm. Cuthbert. Elisha Cuthbert. My mm-hmm. bad. Elisha, I never heard—I never heard her name out loud, but I know she's a horror mainstay. This is the cellar. This came out on Shudder at the beginning of the year, and this is one I've rewatched a few times. And I'm gonna say this is one of the fuck you endings. All right, mm-hmm. this movie. This movie I'm gets surprised you're this high on this. It's that Fulci ending, dude. This movie is so faulty and it's so cosmic. And I love the entire build up. I love the silly, um, uh, author scientist guy that just or what what's the right word for that? He just became a scientist because he bumped his head. But I love that, that guy's performance uh in the film. Uh, Al what's her name? Eli, Elijah? Elisha Elijah. Gilbert. Yeah, she is great in this movie. The whole family is. And it's Irish film too. Um, so you know, another foreign well, it's it's mixed American, but it's it's foreign. And this movie has a has an ending. I'm not gonna say what happens, but this movie puts a certain entity on camera that we've I've never seen in a horror film before. Ever and they show it so much in so many horror films, it's cliche this entity, but you've never seen it physically, and I I really like and I'm not I'm not even kidding man some of the moments in this film, I love when the daughter goes missing and she mm-hmm. keeps counting she keeps counting the steps, mm-hmm. that shit is creepy as fuck to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I I mm-hmm. love it I lo- I love this movie I think this movie's dope. Same. Nope as fuck. Nine out of ten for the seller. I love it. Damn. Love it. Man, it, I'm, I'm
3: surprised. I saw this one early on, and honestly, I don't really remember much of it. Watch your wrong, <laughs> bud. Watch your
4: wrong.
3: <own>, <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Every year, I try to, I, I try to hover on that 100 films watch mark in hopes that I catch something that maybe a lot of people haven't, including other podcast hosts. And, and my number 11, I think, fits that category. I've never seen – or heard anyone talk about it and it kind of surprises me because either i'm the outlier that is really high on this or what i'm hoping the latter is is just not a lot of people have seen it it's the man in room six Man or no oh. in the late 19th century a little girl hurt by a bomb at the end of the third catalyst war is saved by a woman who brings her the eternal life now i don't want to give away the plot point of this although you figure it out probably in the first 20-25 minutes but this is a movie I'm trying to I want to say this is like maybe Scandinavian something like that maybe French I can't really remember we're
2: professionals here
3: has no actors that I don't think anyone's really going to know of the director is Igor Legoretta but this one is called All the Moons now this I would consider maybe like a fringe horror but it's a character study that focuses on a little girl, the child actor in this gets my nod for best actor of the year. And the way that it's told and how it goes through the story was super interesting to me. It was very, it was very, it was unique. It was one of those films that you see that you're going to remember just because of how different it is. But I just loved how it went through certain, we'll just say, story aspects and parts of the movie in the ending i thought it was going to go one direction and it didn't and i was very happy it didn't but yeah all the moons eight out of ten i'd highly recommend seeking this out i believe it's on shutter have you guys seen it no i've never heard of this yeah you fucking blowing my mind i never even heard of it never even heard of it the one thing that i was blown away with was actually the score this had just a phenomenal score that just amplified every other aspect of the movie. So cinematography, Ooh. it was just so clean and crisp. And you know, I hate using the word beautiful because you know it, it's. I don't want to sound it, like I'm over it, selling it, but
2: well, it's beautiful. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of yeah, cinematography is right. beautiful, bud.
3: All the moons, eight out of ten. Number eleven for Bostuna. Boom. For N.Y. Rick, that <laughs> sloppy Richard. <Reshore. laughs>
1: My number 11, directed by Mark Mylod. I don't know how to say his last name. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a couple travels to a coastal island to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the <gasps> chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. This motherfucker got Ralph Fiennes, Anya taylor joy
4: <laughs> Ray
0: Fiennes,
1: Ralph Finnis.
3: Yes. Uncultured Ralph Swine. Finnis.
2: No, it's Ralph Finnis tonight, bitch. <laughs> I really said it wrong. I didn't know that. It's no. Rafe Fines. Rafe Fines.
3: I know. The it's... dude's
1: name is actually Ralph.
3: I know. <laughs> like, I for know. real. I know.
1: I know. It's got fucking Voldemort. Yeah. It's got Anya Taylor Joy. It's got <laughs> Nicholas Holt. Uh-huh. It's got Hong Chow. Cho. Not, John. Sorry. Motherfucker, you
3: better not forget John Leguizamo. It's got John
1: Leguizamo.
0: Yeah, bro. John motherfucking Leguizamo.
1: It's got that leggy boy. This might be
3: his second best performance since either Super Mario Brothers or Day of the Dead. Or, I mean, uh, uh, Land of the Dead. Uh... If this don't make your goddamn gumbo thighs quiver, you ain't watching it right.
2: Bro, this movie's dope as fuck.
1: All right, so what's Voldemort's name again?
2: Ralph Fiennes is his name, how he pronounces it. But you're right with Ralph Finnis. I mean, it's spelled that way phonetically. Well, someone yeah. said Rafe. Rafe Fines.
3: Yeah, yeah, Rafe. Rafe Fiennes. Rafe. Rafe. Rafe.
2: Fiennes. Rafe. Fiennes. Rafe Fiennes. Yes. No, no, no shit. That much money, it's, you can fucking pronounce any
1: You know what? You know what? I'm name. taking the movie off
2: my list. <laughs> What's the new number eleven?
1: He's the new. He's the new. He's the new doctor calling sunshine. He oh. himself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? what? i don't know what that means
1: oh man like that's that's the whole reason john leguizamo was there because of that movie he was in
2: oh oh
1: okay. <laughs> it was <laughs> called paging dr sunshine or some shit <laughs> no th- this movie was just fun as fuck and full mm-hmm. of surprises and kept me guessing and anya taylor joy is Bay, yep and so is everyone else that oh, everyone in the movie is Bay. I don't know what else to say about it. What's your it. rating? Oh, fuck. I'm all. Tw- dude. It, it, the fact that his name is that
2: just mm, fucked me don't, all Don't love, dude. do it. Don't. 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 This movie's good. Don't fuck it up with his name. His name sucks. Don't. Yeah, don't but let it. It's got him...
1: me all fucking twisted up and turned around. You're. you're, an you're eight. An eight. It's an eight out, God out of 10. ten. Damn it. All right. I should I should make it a seven point five. No, no, no. <laughs> it just shoots down just to the bottom of, of, of the, the list. One of the character's real life names.
3: <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck his fucking, real life name. Fucking Voldemort. Ricky, Ricky, we'll just we'll ass. just
2: call him he of who we do not speak. Right or whatever yeah, they say. Yeah, yes. yeah,
1: he he who sh- we shall not name. Exactly. <laughs>
2: he. This movie is amazing, though. It's amazing. Oh,
1: it's and and he's a ten.
2: My number yeah. 10. My number 10. Here we go. Top Euro 10. You're a 10. Oh, bro, we're all 10s. Everyone's a 10. Let's do this shit. For reals. A disgraced internet personality attempts to win back his followers by live streaming one night alone in a haunted house. But when he accidentally pisses off a vengeful spirit, his big comeback event becomes a real-time fight for his life. Directed by Joseph Winter and Vanessa Winter starring joseph winter and melanie stone oh my lords deadstream this this movie's propelling forward uh, forward <laughs> propelling horror forward um it's it's taking in the live stream aspect of horror movies that's a new subgenre that we were encountering now it's giving us those evil dead vibes big time i'm not going to go too deep into this film because i have a feeling it's going to get mentioned probably again so I'm just going to say right now that Deadstream is another 9 out of 10 for me. This movie is amazing. Amazing. Saw this on Shudder. I think it's a Shudder original or exclusive, one, one or the other. But um, anyone who's got that platform, go go seek this movie out if you have not seen it yet because god damn.
1: I want to say something happy, but I'm still mad about Rafe Finus. <laughs> the third. <laughs> Squire, I'm still <laughs> mad about him. I'm gonna hold his wiener out and cut it off with a pair of scissors.
4: <laughs>
3: Ooh, threatening him with a good time there, dude. Goddamn. Tuna's number ten. I gotta tell you what, you guys know that I am not the biggest Guillermo del Toro fan. I, I just his type of stuff just don't really do it for me. Cabinet of Curiosities, although he's the presenter, he he, I'd like to think he was kind of like the. You know, he, he brought them all. He's like the Vladimir Putin of, uh, no, I'm just
1: kidding. (laughs) Oh my God.
3: The the cabinet of curiosities. If you guys haven't seen that, check it out. That is just some fucking bangers in there. Oh, it's banger after banger. Yeah. And typically I won't put, I mean, this is my second, not really short, but Hey, t called it, man. Anything over what 40 minutes or whatever is a feature-length film. This one's like an hour long. And they're all of them are really, really good. One of them I was just kind of like, man, I was okay, but I had to pick one of them on there, and it was pretty easy for me to pick this one here. This one is a seasoned sheriff investigates a dead body in the yes. woods and calls on an old pal, a medical examiner, yes, to yes, help yes. piece together a series of chilling events. This basically has two main actors in it. F. Murray Abraham, I love him, and then Glenn Turman, the sheriff. I, I kept thinking I know him from certain stuff. I couldn't think of any. But, wait, wait, what is this called? Uh, the Autopsy.
2: Oh, this and this is on Cabinet of uh, Curiosities. Yep, yep. Okay, I want to say okay. it's like
3: episode three in Cabinet of Curiosities. It's called The Autopsy. Man, if this It was one, the best
2: one for sure. Yeah, Whoa. if this one didn't I haven't have, seen. I haven't seen any of these, by the way. I yeah. haven't seen this series yet, but Okay, go ahead. It's, I'm
3: sorry. It's 100% worth watching. All of them oh, are, are, oh, yeah. is, one are, are really, really good. But this
2: one just stood
3: out because it had, again, that mystery element. You weren't exactly sure what was going on. And then the last, I want to say, it's only an hour long, but the last like 10, 15 minutes, when you realize what's going to happen, you're just sitting
4: it's
3: there like, fuck. oh, yeah, you're like, oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and the way that it turns out, the cherry on top, though, what really put this over the edge was the very ending.
4: Yeah, the I very, agree. very
3: ending and how yeah. it came together. I was like, fucking a right. It's sad, but it's it's kind of happy, Fuckin all in the same a. way. Yeah, but it is creepy as fuck too. Like, I mean, it's it's obviously it's an autopsy. I'm not going to give much away, but he's performing the autopsy in secret, basically, and not even a real autopsy type medical examination hospital something and just how well it was shot and how creepy it was with him going in and out with the you know the dead bodies and stuff is just like you you were expecting as a season horror fan jump scares and that was i mean i was edging boys i was edging for most of this very well done the autopsy eight out of ten boss tuna's number 10 out of the cabinet of curiosities
1: again to reiterate reiterate watch watch that whole that whole series it's it's a
2: banger yeah i got it on my list rickles number 10 oh no directed by zach crager oh shit
1: in town for a job interview a young woman arrives at her airbnb late at night only to find that it has been mistakenly double booked by a and a strange man is already staying there and stuff mm-hmm. and she decides to stay there <laughs> so so <laughs> this movie again I'm a broken record this movie starts off as something and it ends up oh. in castle freak territory and
4: I'm
1: just <laughs> 100% here for it yeah it does a million fucking percent here for it mm-hmm.
2: uh yeah bro th- yeah. this movie this movie Justin Long is Bay.
1: Justin Long. Justin Bay is Long. And <laughs> This movie is a nine out of fucking ten. Yeah, it's it my does. first nine of the night, and I. It's so much fun. It does so Richard much. Richard Brake is Bay. Yeah, he's a creepy fucking Bay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie does so much shit. Measuring tapes are used. Dude, in every measure of the sense, this yep. this movie is a nine out of ten. <sighs> yep. Ba
3: ba 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 barbarian. barbarian. <laughs> I, I will say that what I love most about this is how there's basically two movies in one. Yeah. Because you have it, it's it's like you get halfway through the movie and then you get your stereotypical opening, right? With 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 Jay Long, you know. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay I, Long
2: being the scum of the earth, the scummiest, scummy <laughs> scumbag, and and Rick Rickles and I are united on this front. That Justin Long is the new scream queen. He is the 100%, new new 100%. horror bay.
3: Absolutely, he's a horror babe, man. Horror one hundred percent
2: certified fresh. Boom, three out of the Show,
1: show, up. Is. short shortage worldwide. Oh. <laughs> I'll suck on a titty for an hour. <laughs> Just find out, find out. Rossie wants that baba.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my my number 9 uh, this is this one i'm hoping is going to be a little bit of a surprise it's a little bit fringe but here we go a serial killer ruthlessly hunts down a deaf woman through the streets of south korea after she witnesses his brutal crime directed by kwon o swang or swang i, I, I don't know how to pronounce it this movie is called midnight wow what a cat and mouse game what a cat I and didn't mouse see it. Dude, this movie it's is excellent. sounds like it's bay. It's bay as fuck, and it is just tension and stress and edge of your seat action the whole way through. Hashtag edging. Bruh. Midnight. Hmm. It I, I, Oh, oh, ho. Oh. Ho 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 ho. This is my number nine, and it's getting a, another. Number nine, nine out of ten for Midnight. This movie is fucking awesome. Again, with room to grow. Like, I want to see this again. I've been thinking about this movie a lot since I first saw it. Uh, I love it. Midnight. Midnight. Love it. Mm -hmm. Number nine for Boss Tuna
3: is one that you guys have already heard an extensive review on. What? Oh. When a group of mercenaries attack the estate of a wealthy family, Santa Claus must step in to save the day and Christmas. This oh, is Snap. <laughs> <dice>.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen,
3: let me just tell you, first off, go listen to our holiday special because we cover this one and yes. I will just tell you this was so fun. This was so this is a movie to uh, I will say that yeah, it, it it's yeah, French horrorish kind of it's like action, but it's got the elements there. It really does. It's got some great, it's got fucking some tension and some scenes. gore
1: and violence, man. I mean, hundred
3: percent, hundred percent. Go listen, <laughs> yeah. Also, too, I said this in our review, and I'm going to say it again. Tommy Workula, he just bangs out another really fun fl- flick, dude. That he he's like three for three for me. Like last year, I had the trip on. Like, I mean, you know, dead snow. He's he's awesome. David David
2: Harbor. David Harbor is fucking bay for life.
3: Yeah, but yeah, the creative kills in there, and just some throwbacks, and some just classics. And John like.
2: Leguizamo again. And John Leguizamo, yes. yeah. Another we talk about
3: John Leguizamo as Scrooge, face as fuck,
2: and, yep. and he, he is Scrooge McDuck. He's a to, scarface to, to, Scrooge to Dave. He's Harbour. Scrooge face. He's Scrooge face McDuck to the Dave Harbour's drunken Santa shenanigans, yep. bro. I, I gave this movie a ten on our episode, and I'm gonna give it a ten now. It's not on my list. It's not, sadly. It's it's
3: super fun. I'm inclined it's super to agree. Fun. It should be in everyone's rotation, but this is a good one to watch with your friends. Yeah, Violent Night. Eight point two five. We're out of the eights, fellas. We're out of the eights. Eight point two five. Party. about a ten? Violent Night. Number nine. Bravas Tuna. My number nine is a a little bit of a period
1: piece. <gasps> Y'all know I likes them. Mm. In the late 19th century. A brutal land baron slaughters a Roma clan, unleashing a curse on his family and village. I know Should
2: what Should I it keep is. going? No, I know what it is, but you can.
3: I can't I can't think of it.
2: I In know. the days
1: that follow, the townspeople are plagued by nightmares. The baron's son goes missing, and a boy is found murdered. The locals suspect a wild animal, but a oh, visiting yeah, pathologist okay. warns of a more sinister presence.
2: Lurking yeah. in the woods. This is the cursed. The fucking cursed. Which the original title was um, Eight for Silver. Eight, eight silver. For silver. Which yes. I think they, they should way have better that title. A way, way better. Way cooler title. I yeah. agree.
1: A few things off the top. This is an amazing period piece. It's beautiful. It's well acted. It's period accurate because I checked with my big brain. Yeah. It opens up with a fucking... Dope ass World War One scene.
2: <laughs>
1: some some trench warfare. Mm-hmm. Nothing's better ever. The best. The best. <laughs> the creature design is a ten. Um, some of the CGI is a little wonky, I was but gonna say, yep. But oh. the creature design oh. and theory is a fucking ten.
2: Yeah, it's creepy, saggyville. It's yeah.
1: it's gross. Yeah, it's body horror, and, and I don't want to give everything away, but there's some cool witchy shit in here.
0: There's the, there's the,
2: the teeth. There's the, just there's let's just, just say the teeth. The teeth, yeah, yeah, and the really curse dope.
1: itself, really dope. The curse itself, like dude, like this, I'm giving a
2: nine out of oh, ten. Yeah, boy.
4: Yeah, man.
2: All right, so we're on to our number eights. Eight for my, silvers. Eight for silver and my number eight. After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Carter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. As an overwhelming terror begins taking over her life, Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality.
3: Is it Smile? It is.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smile. This movie um, directed by first-time director Parker Finn, and this is uh, starring Sosie Bacon or Susie Bacon. I don't know really how you say her name, but the daughter of Kevin Bacon. Yep, Um, that Bacon girl. A a genre uh, tried and true. Uh, Her father, and I think she's going to be as well. I hope so. Her performance in this film, like Rebecca Hall, where you descend into madness – I think this is a great performance. This movie feels a lot to me like it follows. And mm-hmm. I mean that in the way that like the entity from it follows and the entity in this film. So, you know, some minor spoilers there, at least from my perspective, because this movie can be interpreted different ways. But um, I think I think the themes are similar enough, but I think it follows was that movie that I didn't quite get the ending on in this movie. Gets cosmic for me. Um, smile gets cosmic, in my opinion. That's how I feel about this. And uh, I like that big mama at the end. Big mama is great. And there, there's themes also similar to another film from 2022 called Men, but I'm gonna leave those at the door. Uh, Rose also is a kind of like I'm gonna say the main character, low key piece of shit as a ten year old letting her mom die. Spoilers for that, but anyway. Smile stuck with me. The the concept of this movie has stuck it's with me. Probably
3: in the top three scariest movies I saw this year. And one of my biggest surprises for a for a like a wide theater release. With the best marketing. This had the best marketing of any fucking not not just horror movie. This had the best marketing of any movie in 2022. All the people at the sporting event sitting behind home played at baseball games with that fucking creepy smile, like, dude. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss.
2: Yeah, and see, I, I heard about that while it was happening, but I didn't get caught in the hype of the movie. Uh, when When it was being advertised, I thought, okay, this is probably going to be a run-of-the-mill jump-scare film. When I watched it, I was like, oh, this is more – it's more – psychological and slightly art house slightly not full-blown it's still in the mainstream camp but this is not a mainstream horror film it's got jump scares left and right yes but i think they're pretty good i agree with you i think it's pretty scary the score for this movie stood I out i think to it's me. a good movie yeah the score and, did stand out I do and there's that, so. there's a lot of shots including the Game opening room. which stars the original this this film was based on a short story called um uh, Jessica isn't sleeping or something like that. Um, some female man And Shebae. I like her face. Yeah, and and she is in the opening scene of this film playing her character from the original short. And I thought that was a really cool tie-in and made it even doper. Like, that just made it really really awesome. So, Smile is coming in at a 9.25 for t That's 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 happening right. Dur-ca- 9.25. 9.25 Smile. I, I love this movie. I love it. I've seen it probably five <laughs> times. Watched it with my sister oh, too. Shit. Yeah, like we 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 yeah. fucking got down, James Brown. And watched the movie. Wow. Oh! I <laughs> got you.
1: Got, got you. You walked into that one. Got yeah. him. <laughs>
3: Number eight for Boss Tuna is gonna be a repeat. You guys heard somebody already talk about this. Tibu talked about this with his number 10 that is dead stream
2: yeah boy. i talked about
3: this on a couple other episodes i watched this with none other than grindhouse and i don't know how but my daughter watched way more of this than she should have probably like the uh-huh. first or third but yeah again this this one was was really fun it was actually kind of a surprise maybe it's a little bit higher because of the fact that i did watch it with you know a buddy and watched it with my daughter but this is just encompassing and just accepting what we are as far as today i mean it, it's it's a youtuber goes out the, the biggest thing with this that i will say is that this also coming off of what we just talked about as far as smile being a scary movie this was legitimately smile or smile jesus this was legitimately <laughs> scary yes this yes. had some really really freaky scenes i had a couple of good twists too so i mean when you were you know when you're sitting there and you have another character come in and you find out some shit going on and and just this is i would say this is like a found footage kind of i mean yeah no yeah yeah it yeah it really is and found footage movies done the right way, in my opinion, are some of the scariest out there. I mean, like Paranormal Activity, those movies are kind of cheesy, but God damn, are they scary that, as fuck. Dude,
2: it's that realism aspect of a found footage 100%. film.
3: And and there's just a bunch of aspects of this that just kind of took me by surprise because this is one of the best found footage movies I've seen in years. The the, the set piece, Big I time. guess, the, the abandoned type house, like, man, that was really, really cool. But the creativity in this was like genius level as far as like how there was a score put in there and all that type of stuff. The character, th- this had some comedy elements that typically – Fun, evil, dead shit. Yeah. The comedy – like I'm I'm really hit or miss when it comes to comedy in my horror, but this was done well and I kind of – the character was kind of endearing. I mean I I know oh, a lot yeah. of people had problems with him because they thought that he was – they just – we're like, you know, fuck this guy. They weren't cheering for him, but I liked him. I liked him as a character, and I, th- I found it very believable. He's I my new – acting
2: very believable. He's my new Ash Williams, and I hope yeah. they make a sequel. I re- This is one of the movies that I hope they make a sequel to because I want to see more of this guy and this character for real. Yeah. Deadstream
3: 8.25, number eight for Tuna. So
1: my number eight was directed by Kevin Coe. Inspired by a true story of a family who believed they were possessed by spirits. This film follows a woman who must protect her child from a curse. Hmm. My number eight is Incantation.
3: Oh! I haven't seen it.
1: Okay, I'll I'll be vague. Um, This has some (laughs) found footage elements.
2: It's a found footage film, yeah.
1: It's dark. It's dreadful and it's kind of fucking cosmic. And you see, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to say too much about it and
2: give shit away. It's it it it's it's dark, it's hard, it's brutal. It's hard. It's another film where if if you're with like if if you don't want to see like um children in horror films, don't watch this movie. So Ricky recommended this film to me and I watched it and um yeah I can second everything that he's saying it's dreadful it's dark it's brutal it's all that <laughs> incantation It's all,
1: it's all that good.
2: And it's a foreign film a uh, found footage foreign film uh, it it's it's definitely asian but I don't know what is uh, it, area
1: is it is it taiwanese it might be or is a it
2: Thailand. It might be a Taiwanese film. It might be South Korean. I don't know. I don't know. Again, we're professionals.
1: Yeah, we're professionals for sure. Yes.
2: Ricky, what would you give Incantation? A Niner. That movie's so good.
1: Get ready, get ready for your heart to get punched in the dick. <laughs> I said dick hearts.
2: Yeah, bud. My number seven. Trapped on her family's isolated farm, Pearl must tend to her ailing father. Under the bitter and overbearing watch of her devout mother, Mm. lusting for a glamorous life like she's seen in the movies, (laughs) Pearl's Pearl's (laughs) ambitious temptations and repressions all collide in a stunning Technicolor inspired origin
1: story. God, that movie is that movie's Bay, also, but Pearl
2: is Bay. I can fix her. Mia God. Dude, O.M. She can fix me. <laughs> she did by, that fucking shit. Directed by Ty West. Um, This is the origin story to his other 2022 film, X. And in this movie, we get the origin story of Pearl from X, uh, the old lady. And dude, I don't know what – I saw X. I'm going to preface this because X is not in my list. Um, I did not love it as much as some other people did. I thought it was really good, but it's not in my top. Same, same. I'll just go ahead and spoil it now since
1: we're spoiling shit. Yeah, fuck yeah, it. I like
3: X more than Pearl, but I'm just upset because I tried out to be the uh, scarecrow and I I didn't get that part. But I really, <laughs>
4: <liked>
3: <laughs> bro. She goes a little far with that scarecrow. I'm just
2: saying she. Does. I just wish it was a little bit farther, but you know. That's just- <laughs> When I saw this movie, because I, I saw X, and I, I'm a, I'm, I try to see everything Ty West does. He's hit or miss for me. When he hits, he hits. When he misses, I know y'all.
1: I know y'all say he's overrated all the time. I don't, I say, don't, that. So. I don't I, say that. I don't say that. Y'all say that in the Discord all the
2: time, and I have to correct y'all. I mean, no, no, we don't. That is a lie. That is a lie. <laughs> Ricky's spread lies. Line. Um, but I, I'm admitting when he hits, he hits, and when he misses, he kind of misses for me. Uh X was mid. I thought it was mid. Pearl is this is a masterpiece. This movie's fucking incredible. Mia Goth is amazing. This is a next level performance just, like, to, like Tony that... Collette in Hereditary. Oh um, sh- nomination for Oscar ignored hard because my God. She was nominated though? No, no one was. Oh. I'm saying they're missing oh. all the time. Oh. They're okay. missing these great the Academy quote-unquote yeah fuck the academy fuck them they're missing all these great performances mia goth and pearl should have been nominated for best actress i'm just saying right now
3: yeah at um, least nominated i mean an- another snub for you know whatever yeah. horror, fucking another of barrel, for but...
2: Horror, but i mean it's 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 i mean come on we gotta expect it at this point at this point we do i mean yeah the, the alligator returns uh pearls a nine and a half out of ten Love this movie. Oh it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a ten without being a ten because I rewatched it and I just I wasn't I was so blown away the first time. Second time I kinda toned myself back, but you know what? This movie's a nine and a half, but it could be a ten. That's all I'm gonna say. But it's a nine and a half for Word. for the record. Yeah. For I the respect, sake of Respect. The... I
3: respect it for the record, Kurt. Yeah.
2: All right. Number seven for Boss Tuna.
3: I'm gonna make this short and sweet because I am a betting man and I am gonna bet we are gonna hear this higher up on the list after being resurrected by a sinister Mm -hmm. entity art the clown (laughs) returns to the timid town of miles county where he targets a teenage girl and her younger brother terrifier two ladies and gentlemen everyone in this movie is big (laughs) terrifier two this (laughs) terrifier one made my list a couple years ago terrifier two is making my list not quite as high but it's right up there Biggest problem I had was just how long it was. I just felt it was too long, too much story in there. They needed to just make it more of what the first one is, in my opinion. But, again, this carries on and just expounds on what makes the Terrifier franchise and Art the Clown who he is. Yeah. He's 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 a generational horror icon. And just the brutality of this, you you can't not have this on your list if you're a true horror fan, just for the sheer brutality
2: of it i agree with that
3: yeah terrifier 2 it's it's i cannot wait for the third one i will be first in line at the theater to see it but god, god dang god. if this oh, one god. isn't just checking all the boxes for a, a true horror fan just with the brutality and gore. that's just and, cosmic
1: as fuck too bro. Yeah. Oh. Mom, fucking
4: fucking stud, so.
3: terrifier 2 comes in at an 8.5 for boss tuna's number seven of his top 15 of 2022 yeah damien
1: leon is paid for that yeah um my number seven is an animated film spine of night you guessed it bud in this ultra-violent fantasy epic ancient dark magic falls into sinister hands and unleashes ages of suffering onto mankind (laughs) a group of heroes from different eras and cultures must band together in order to defeat it at all costs so, you have like heavy metal style animation. You have sword and sorcery. You have cosmic horror. <laughs> you have the Conan vibes. You have all of this. Sign me the fuck up. Like, I really like
3: this.
2: I really it. With, with, with an amazing voice cast as well. With
1: an amazing voice. Dude. Lucy Lawless. Um... Yes. Bay. Patton Oswald. Bay. Oh. This blew my mind, and it blew me away that it took me so fucking long to watch it. Nine point five. Wow. I
2: was I and and, and I like that you said that it took you a while because I, this came out earlier in the year on Shudder, and I saw it. And shout con- out!
1: Shout out to Ian Wilhelm Cronenberg uh, for yeah. for making me watch that shit.
2: Hop on that Discord, cause Joe Blow Nightclub, we got discords. Yeah, Ian Ian fucking uh has been on there and he's been shouting out all kinds of great shit. I still need to watch uh that Ian's, Ma- Bay. Ma- Ian's, Bay is Ian's Bay Michael C. Hall Ian's Bay as fuck. That Michael C. Hall movie he he recommended me, Blue in July, I think it's called. i have to go yeah. back and look, but I know it's Michael C. Hall, but yeah, thank you, Ian. Yeah, dude, Evil Dies Tonight. Evil dies tonight. Fucking uh Totem Marine. Love you love you, Bay. Love you too, Jason. Shout out to them motherfuckers on Discord. Them, uh, them boys them boys put put on for, for us, bro. They put on. They put on for their city. Uh, yeah, okay. 9.5 for Spine and Night, dude. I love that shit. That's awesome. Yeah, bro. Boss Tune is about to lose his mind because I'm at my number six and I'm telling you right now, everything from here on out is a 10.
3: It's
0: a, it's a fucking 10. It's, Every- it's a fucking 10, partner.
2: I did not have this many 10s last year. I had close. I think I had three. I have double that this year. Oh, so by definition, this year might be better, but I did also have a sort of stronger middle last year if I'm going by Boss Tuna ratings, um, at least from my memory. But my number six, <laughs> we've already talked about it. Ooh. And we've already covered Can't it tell. on the nightclub. Ooh, is it Terrifier 2? It's Terrifier 2, man. Yeah. Oh, cut.
3: That was your number one. Huh?
2: 666. Six, that six, was, that boy. was,
3: I had that as your number one.
2: Oof. Yeah. This movie, Uh, we, we've we already covered it on, on the nightclub. Uh, Go back and listen to whatever episode that was. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't forget, I really don't remember the name, but, um, yeah, this movie's a 10. It's brutal. It's f- I I we said it on the show. This is like the extended edition of Lord of the Rings. If you're not down to clown, don't fucking come knocking, bitch. Um, but I can't <laughs> but, but I but I but I can also see how that can I be. I can a deterrent. see the point too, though. Yeah, for And sure. I can also trim some minutes myself while watching. Of course. It. So, I agree. But that being said, this movie's But I'm down I, to clown, partner. It's 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 a Halloween film. It's a 10 this movie should be on every halloween along with the first one like these this franchise is new and i'm saying right out the gate bro if it keeps doing what it's doing it's on track to be one I mean, of the 100%. fucking best yeah so so i'm job. curious you
4: got
3: you got what a bunch of tens coming up how did you list them are you going by like rewatchability or fun factor or 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 how all of the or other, are yeah. they all the same
2: or what uh, I would say like a mixture, a, a mixture of those things, and mainly impact. Like okay. like how, think, how much think, they. Like, how, okay. Sure. How last mu- impact. Last like just how much? Yeah, like how much they really hit me though. Like for like real. First time watch
3: hit you? No, or... no, no. Okay. Okay. Re-
2: I've rewatched everything. Uh, uh, in my top ten, so and okay. and and that could be varying degrees, but I've rewatched everything, and it just this is where they fall. Again.
3: We had recently talked about this one. Rickles had this at number nine, number six for Bostuna is The Cursed. Ooh! I wish I wish this was eight for silver. It's such a way better, yeah. You know, I some agree. douchey producer was like, No, we need to make because I mean, it had a theater run. This was a festival film actually last year, and I'm going right. to give a shout out to our good friend, Mr. Mark Nato who was talking about this last year and I believe pre-show before the last episode, he's on with us. He was talking to us about this, but the cursed is an awesome, awesome film. It came out so early. I think a lot of people kind of forgot about it and it's on a bunch of lists, but I feel like a lot of people that didn't rewatch it kind of forgot about it and it should have been a little bit higher, but what really did this for me, I mean, it was stunning visuals, excellent acting, and this was just a very well done period piece the fx and gore were were great and and honestly this is just a must watch i mean we already talked about did we talk about what what it is no we'll we'll, all we decided not we decided not yeah Yeah. so the creature effects everything was was really good but yeah this one was it it was really it had had that uh mystery element to it but very well done the curse eight and a half super sticky yeah, yeah. I mean, we're 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 talking two pots of gumbo thighs here,
2: bro. <laughs> Curse is so good. It's so good. And I yeah. know we have. I know we have not revealed what it is. And I'm glad that we haven't. But I'm a big fan of this subgenre. Uh, oh, I know. Or, or, yeah. So I, I I echo y'all. I'm so happy y'all both have these on y'all's list. My number six. Hasn't been talked about yet. Yeah, but hit us with oh. it. My my my, my <laughs> nipple, my nipples are chap chap.
4: Chap. Oh.
3: Yeah.
2: My nipples, chap chap. They chap chap chap. They chap chap, they chap, chap them. I they, don't know they,
1: what it is if my if my lip is too short or my teeth is too long for this <laughs> time of the year. <laughs> so directed by Robert Jabaz, Jabaz, mm-hmm. Jabaz? So this is a Korean film, I believe. A young couple is pushed to the limits of sanity as they attempt to be reunited amid the chaos of a pandemic outbreak. The streets erupt into violence and depravity as those infected are driven to enact the most cruel and ghastly
3: things imaginable. I'm out on Rickles number two. So I'm still there with your number one, but I had this as your number two. I, the I fucking sadness,
1: day. bro. Yeah, <laughs> this is
3: a K-K. wholesome movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. family friendly. Very, watch it, very. Watch TV it with kids. Your kids. Put the yeah, baby in front
1: of the TV. Watch it with your grandma. Watch it with your guidance counselor,
3: and watch it with your therapist because you're gonna need a yeah.
1: chat. You know, it's just good. It's just good fun. It's all. It's all good fun. No. No harm done. No, this movie's fucked up and squeamish, and I love every fucking second of it. <laughs> the acting's good. The gore, the violence, phenomenal. Um, the storytelling, good.
3: There ain't no Virus commute, 32, but it's still really, it's fucking solid. Man. Get the
2: fuck out of here, dude. It's this movie what? is, he said it's on Virus 32. Look, I like that opening scene, but uh, after that, and you know, it's all right. I mean, but look,
1: vi- Virus Thirty Two,
2: virus thirty two is I hate, just dope I'm just saying the sadness, skull fucking, skull fucking. Yeah, bud. bud. Yeah, bud. Yeah, bud.
1: It kind of, it kind of, it makes me sad. It makes me sad to think of what the world could have become. Another fucking in the last in, in the, the last pan- pandemic. Just yeah, saying.
2: dude, a great fuck you ending. I love it, love year it, love the, it, love it. of the fuck you ending, like smile as well. I'm, I, it's a lot of fuck you endings. All right, I love um, them. I
1: love the fuck you endings. I didn't give my rating nine point five.
2: What, what I was gonna ask, what nine point five? The sadness. I'm
1: tempted to go back and say ten, but I, I did settle on nine point five.
2: Mm. Well, we're here, guys. We've been we've been watching movies all year. And we've been fucking talking about movies all year, and we're at the top five. This is it. This is top five of twenty twenty two. All right. So I will say, my next two could flip flop e- easily, but you flip flopper. This is what I got to, uh right now tonight on the Great Plains in nineteen in seventeen nineteen. Nauru, a fierce and highly skilled Comanche warrior. Bait. Yep. sets out to protect her people when an unknown danger threatens them. But the prey she's stalking turns out to be a highly evolved alien predator with a technically advanced arsenal. This is directed by motherfucking Dan Trachtenberg from 10 Cloverfield Lane starring Amber Mid-Thunder as Naru. Yep. And this is the latest entry in the Predator franchise and the earliest... I would say by date, at least chronologically, in the uh, story itself, this movie is the heroine story. This is the hero's journey, and it's with it's with a female character that wants to do it because no one thinks that she can. I fucking love Nauru. Amber Midthumber Midthunder is is thumper. the best. <laughs> <You> Midthumper. Thumper. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm a, I, look. Hey man, hey. I would I would not midthump her. Okay, I would take my time, son. <laughs> Alright. Oh, we would, have, we would have a good night. This woman does the goddamn thing, and wow. She's smarter than a beaver, so she'd leave you be. I love Prey. This is a ten out of ten. This movie I was on the fence about this film. I rewatched it um probably for like the fourth or fifth time, and I felt kind of lower on it, but I thought about it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? No, man. This is it's a ten. Be-
0: it's the best goddamn predator.
2: It's the best Predator movie, in my uh, opinion. Yeah, I agree. And I and I, really I like
3: it. I really liked it, but I
1: do I have all... nostalgia ties. But this one just blows them out the water for me, I, man. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I love that low tech shit,
3: man. <sighs> yeah, the, I, the skull the thing mask I had was just like you. You have yeah. I, I really like this one. Trust me, it's not on my list. I'll tell you right now. I think I gave it like a seven and a half. I love how there was some tie-ins with the old one, like the like the the old fucking pistol, the pistol, yes, yeah. Yes. yeah yes. Th- th- I think that's in the second one when Danny Glover. Part released. two, yep, yeah, yep,
2: yep. yep. I love it. I, the Danny thing that I have is, is like he's got
3: this like <laughs> ultimate hunting warrior that all they do is go on planets and hunt and kill shit, and then they, you know, he gets fucking taken down by well, this.
2: This movie gives you that evolution too of how he tracks down what is yeah. the most dangerous predator. Like he's new yeah. to this planet, he doesn't know. The predator. Dude, that from... bear scene, though. Oh, I know.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so good!
2: It's so yeah. good. This he movie's under, a ten.
1: He 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 underestimated her. He didn't
2: see her as a threat. No big dude, and big time. And that's what's and that, that orange how, shit that's called? That's how she tricked him, bro. What's that orange shit called though? That orange suki. I don't remember the orange whatever. She's like, you got to go get some sookie. orange. Orange suki suki boy. Hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The and gumbo, also, gumbo thigh, the most sickie, adorable sickie.
1: dog I've seen in on in a movie forever, Bruh. I love, and the fact that the dog was misbehaving the whole time, like being bad, <laughs> just <laughs> makes me happy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they had trouble; like they had
1: so much trouble yeah. wrangling that dog <laughs> during the filming, <laughs> and that just makes me so happy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That's my number. That's my number five. And, and Amber, Mid Thunder, I'll marry you tomorrow. So Amber, though really? Amber, cheek clapper, I will, I will make you my wife if you want
3: my
1: wife.
2: You'll be my wife. So all right, number five, Boss Tuna. Ladies and gentlemen,
3: boys and girls, we are in the top five for Boss Tuna. My number five is a movie that I was trying to push on these fools fairly recently. I was like, you guys got to check this out. Loved it, absolutely loved it. I didn't want to show my cars, but I was like, guys, just make sure you watch it. I think you might like it. Everybody knows we're, we're in 2022. The world ended a long, long time ago, and we're all just living in a simulation. All right. But let me give you a little bit of a backstory on this one here. A 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous company could be hiding disturbing secrets. I know what it is. Yeah, number five for Boss Tuna is "Don't Worry, Darling." Florence Pugh. I tell you what, I'm I'm a I mean I'm the biggest Ari Aster fucking slob knobber. I mean, gluck gluck nine thousand on that guy. He's he's a G, but he put Florence <laughs> Pugh on the map, and she came back just screaming. Harry Styles. I've never seen him in a movie before. And I know he's he's this like kind of douchey singer type.
2: But no, no, they, not douchey. Have, not not douchey. He's well, a heartthrob. I mean,
3: that, that's kind of what he's portrayed as, I no, would say, a lot of people. He's you know, a heartthrob. No, yeah, he's a heartthrob. Kind of, yeah. love him.
2: He's a good dude. Yep. Harry Styles yep. is a good guy. He's yeah, yeah. My heart, boy. Yep. He's a One Direction but, boy.
3: Anyways, uh, don't worry, darling. This this movie was so fun. This really surprised me because I've seen a lot of people. Okay. I'm going to backtrack just a smidge here because I am one of those where I will put a movie off because of the, the cover art, the cover art on this is so stupid that this is something that you would think would be on like, like lifetime network or we, or, or, you know, women's entertainment or something. It just did not come off as a movie that I like It, it. It was like, I mean, it's just them two laying in bed looking at each other. I was like, this is just not the type of shit I'm in. But God
2: damn, was I wrong? Oh, that's not, that's not the artwork I saw. But they have different artwork for all of these films. They, they do.
3: They do. But man, the, the, I, I love the 50s aesthetic in this. But the biggest thing was that mystery element. Because you knew right away something was up. Mm-hmm. And my brain was going in a million different directions. And I'm like, what the hell is this going to be about? And just the 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 way that it was handled and how stuff was revealed and then that ending you, you're just like holy fuck it was just not what i was expecting but that's another one out from my number one for you by the way oh yeah, I, yeah I, love... I threw that one in as a wild
1: as a wild card
3: yep yep don't worry, dar. don't worry darling eight and a half out of ten super fun i loved it florence pew was awesome harry styles was awesome and just there was just some scenes in this and and again this might be kind of on the fringe but if If it's not talked about in in our genre who else I think
2: is it? it no, I think it's very Stepford wives type of film um, yep. I saw it today, as I said earlier, for the first time on your recommend. It's not on my list, but I do appreciate the story um I kind of questioned what the story was to a degree, but uh that that's a conversation for later, but I did enjoy the movie a lot. I think it's really awesome, and the performances are great. The cinematography is really good. The aesthetic and the way the film looks. Uh, Chris Pines as Kevin. Uh, yeah, very dude. good. Very good. Um, Really enjoyed this movie as well. So I'm glad that you have it on your list, man. This is a really well-made film. If I care, bro. I'm going to go watch it. And Rickles. We're in our top five, man. Number this five.
0: Is your, uh, what's your 5 So I'm
1: so excited. So, number five. My first ten. From the night, <laughs> night clear. We've already talked about it. <laughs> Both of you already talked about it. Terrifier two. What? Yep. What? What? Damien Leone did that shit. Lauren lavera is the Bayest of Bays. And this I'm movie's a fucking team Yeah, and I have nothing else to say about it. I've, I've... Oh, except that Art the Clown is Bay. Oh my
3: also, I got one God. left
2: for Rickles and two left for tibu I did not see this coming. All right. Uh, I knew he – I didn't think it was his number one, but I also didn't think it would be his number five. So I'm also out on a number one for Rickles, even though I didn't think it would be. But it's it's out. It's out anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's
4: out of here.
2: My number four. Abandoned by her father, a young woman named Marin embarks on a thousand-mile odyssey through the backwoods and backroads of America, where she meets Lee, a disenfranchised drifter. But despite their best efforts, all roads lead back to their terrifying past and to a final stand that will determine whether their love can survive their otherness.
1: I actually didn't see this one either.
2: Directed by Luca Guadagnino, my number four is Bones and All, starring Timothy Chalamet and this young lady, Taylor Russell. I mean, their chemistry on screen is insane. And I want to give a special shout out to my boy, Mark Rylance, playing the creepiest. He was so good. The creepiest motherfucker of all time, but also the most amazing character. This film feels like a Stephen King novel put on screen. It's not an adaptation of a Stephen King novel. It is an adaptation of a novel, but this movie just feels like a Stephen King story all the way through. I felt that
3: Mark Rylance was the best part of this movie. His character was so well-written, and it left you... I mean, for me at least, I was trying to figure out his motivations and what he was going to – what was going to come of him.
2: Well, I, I, I think I know what his motivations are, and I think I know what he wanted, and I'm well, not going to go into it. I the
3: movie, but
2: – I agree with you, though. Like, just to say, like, while you're watching the film, you're like, what is he really – what is he doing? Yep. What What is he yep. doing? What's the dog doing? Yeah. <laughs> What'd that thing do? I I agree with you. I think his performance and his character is amazing. I also think that Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell are fantastic on screen together. This is a road movie for anyone who likes road trip films. This is a cannibal film. Okay, so there's some horror. This is where the horror comes in because this is French horror, and I've got some French horror on my list, but. This movie is definitely in that category I'd say but I think this movie is just perfection. This is Chef's Kiss. Luca Guadagnino by the way for uh listeners previously directed the Suspiria remake. So mm-hmm. that's if you you know in the horror camp he he did that Bones and he's All. He's a little
1: cannibal freak. He's a cannibal
2: freak. Bones and All is a 10 out of 10. Uh just like Terrifier 2, man. This movie is a 10. Boom. Oh, I have to
3: watch it. Number four for yours truly, Boss Tuna, is one that I believe is carried by these two main characters. And my favorite was the lead. And Tibu said it right when he was talking about Cat and Mouse. I cannot believe that this one was just a sneaky banger sitting on Tubi that yeah. I believe most people haven't seen. I just absolutely loved how the story was told. I mean, the, the, the characters you've got. You've got, I'm, well, I'm not even, it's South Korean. So I'm not even going to talk about the names or whatever, but you've got this female lead and then you've got this male lead and the male lead just, he doesn't look like the type of person he is. I mean, well, yeah, not use, no, well, I know. And, I know.
2: I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's, yeah. My it's, number four midnight. Is, it's midnight. Yeah, my
3: number four is midnight. Yeah. But he he looks
2: innocent. Rickles, go see this movie. Go, go see, see midnight. It. Yeah, he
3: he doesn't look like the type of person he is, but the, there's it revolves around four main characters, the female lead, her mom, a brother of another character, and then you've got the killer and God dang if it wasn't just so well done. And what I really loved about this was how many times you, the movie could have been over because this movie is taking place in a busy downtown street towards the end and just how fucking conniving he is and manipulative and just oh my it it was just it was so awesome i just mm. i loved it i just absolutely loved it it's, it's it's almost like a it was it's like a south korean giallo type and Ooh. it was so super suspenseful and then yeah, you, you get the fucking you get the shining scene in the house
0: yeah
3: <laughs> i loved it i loved it and Gosh,
2: the fact, your mouth
3: <laughs> and just the fact that it just throws that element with the main character being deaf and there's so many different cues in the movie that she uses. Like it's just, it's, it's expert level writing. Uh, this, I, movie, I,
2: this movie could be a 10. It really could be a 10. It yeah. really could be.
3: I'm, I'm giving it an eight and a half, but <sighs> I might be a little bit shy on that, but man, I, w- I would highly recommend it. Midnight. Boss yeah. Tuna's number four, eight and a half
2: son of a bitch y'all making ricky, me want to go watch it tonight bro ricky it's so good dude it could be a 10 for reals for reals so so my number
1: four has already been talked about by both you guys and i'm gonna dedicate my number four to the blacks and the mexicans because it's dead stream
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah i love you so much <laughs> i
1: love you
2: when he said that shit Towards the end of the
1: movie, I was I
4: like, oh!
2: <laughs> <laughs> this movie doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Deadstream is also a movie that could be a 10. It could be a oh, 10. Oh, it's a and 10 it's out of 10, 10 for you, for me, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. This
1: this, this is probably, I mean, shit. It's one of the funnest movies of the year, in my opinion. Like, Agree. I see myself watching this every year. Agree. Like I said, my top... My top six or seven has been hell on earth trying to sort them, mm-hmm. but I I, th- I think I finally got it right. So
2: yeah. Dude. Number four, de- Deadstream. Let's do ha- it. Having Deadstream in there is the best. My number three, in an isolated mountain village in 19th century Macedonia, a young pharaoh witch accidentally kills a peasant. She assumes the peasant's shape. To see what life is like in her skin, igniting a deep-seated curiosity to experience life inside the bodies of others.
3: This is my second guess for your number one.
2: This is a folktale – this is this is visual poetry. This film is called You Won't Be Alone, directed by – I'm going to say this wrong, I'm sure, but Goran Stolwelski, I think. Ugh. I love fairy tales. I love dark fairy tales. I love witch movies. I love horror. I love character studies. I love slow burns. This is what you won't be alone is all oh, of those I have things. to watch it wrapped in one. <laughs> okay. Fuck. So this movie opens with a old ageless cosmic witch mm-hmm. who, who goes to some lady and her baby is sleeping and the witch is just there. And she's like, I'm about to take your baby and that lady's like, please let me have her until she's like 16, and then you can have her. But then the lady hides her baby away, and that little baby is that feral girl, and she's feral as fuck, and she only knows the caves. She don't know the outside world, but then the witch shows up and shows her the outside world, cuz, and then the movie goes crazy, cuz, and it's a Transformations, ten. and just. It's a 10 it's, out of 10. It's a fucking book
3: fuck. 10 out I'm of 10. I'm telling you, I'm not trying to steal your thunder, but tibu all the moons put that on your list dude i think you're gonna like that
2: you uh you mentioned this and you mentioned two witches as well um i'm gonna say it straight up right now two witches i did not like that much um didn't really click with that movie i liked i liked what it was going for but it just but this movie this movie did it I love this. I love everything about this movie. This, and it's it's told like a first person narrative through the witch's perspective, which is also very different. Which is also very <laughs> witches okay. different. Witches be different. Witches be different in this movie because. Witches. Witches so, be my, shopping. Witches be shopping. My number three is You Won't Be Alone. Check that movie out if you haven't seen it. Boss Tuna, what's what? your number three for 2022?
3: My number three is the last movie I watched for a rewatch, and it's been one week occupying at my fucking brain space all day. I am rating it an eight and a half, and if I'm being honest, I feel like I need to go up a full point. Mm. And I don't know why it's on my three spot. Well, because my two and one are fucking are, are, are sloppy bangers, but... A family with buried secrets reunited a farmhouse after two decades to pay for their past sins. This one is starring Robert Patrick, Nick Stahl, Scott Hayes, and Kelly Garner. This movie is a fucking trip. It's it's Oh,
2: it's... I know what this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: It's a trip. And... and I'm
1: out and I'm out for one of your number one picks also.
3: Oh, you had this as my number one? No. Yeah. Okay. That was a good call. This one is told in a very unique way. It it it's it it's basically broken down into four separate parts of the movie. And the first three follow each character individually. Mm-hmm. And you get this story that builds between Nick Stahl's character and then you get well, actually, first off, it's Scott Hayes, who's Tommy. And it throws you for fucking such a loop. And I just it's just genius having him go first, and then you go to Nick Stahl. And then you go to the daughter. And this the is, whole time.
2: This is what Josiah saw, correct?
3: Yes. Oh, yes. If I, I apologize. I didn't say that. What Josiah saw yeah. is is my number three.
2: You're number the three. Okay.
3: Yep. The way it's told is is genius it's super i I, I got a lot of dark and wicked
2: vibes out yeah yeah bert bertino's dark and wicked yeah i agree i i got the same even though it's
3: very different as far as as the 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 subject matter and the story but it got those vibes the 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 sound design on this is a fucking 10 out of 10 the acting is a 10 out of 10 and it's very slow. I will say that it is a slow burn, but it's told in such a particular way where it's almost like three separate movies. So it doesn't feel long because you get twenty minutes of you know one character, you get twenty minutes of another, and it pieces it all together. And that fucking third act, it, it's it's that third act is fucking banging. It's I, I love I love it. I love oh, that it's you love this right. so
2: much. But I do like seeing my boy from fucking t2 uh not Terrifier 2 yeah terminator 2 yeah doing his thing and being a fucking drunk daddy uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. man
3: what josiah saw is boss tuna's number three and i gave that an eight and a half out of ten but goddamn, if 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 there's one film on this list that i'm having a hard time pinning down a score it's that one it it just that that third act alone i feel like it might need to be higher but anyways that's where it's at eight and a half and it's my third spot
1: y'all ready for this I'm not going to give the director's name because that's going to give it away.
3: Crimes of the future.
1: <laughs> no, that's my number one.
3: <laughs> Prince
1: Almeth Amleth. Yeah, boy. Is on a verge of becoming a man when his father is brutally murdered by his uncle, who kidnaps the boy's mother. Two decades later, Amleth is now a Viking who's on a mission to save his mother, kill his uncle, mm-hmm. and avenge his father. Yes. Robert Eggers is the man. Yeah, boy. Skarsgård is Bay. Mm-hmm. Anya Taylor Joy is Bay. This is Conan the Barbarian. This is Thor <laughs> and Sorcery. This is fucking beautiful to look at, to experience on every single level. This movie captivated me from the very first, from the opening. I mean, really you, you're doing you're you're doing Conan the Barbarian right in the opening,
2: plus Willem Dafoe. Bay all day for life. Is this movie then? The Northman. It's the goddamn Northman, and I'm gonna second Ricky right now. This is my number two. I'm just gonna jump on it.
3: Oh, nice.
2: This is my number two. <laughs> so it's his number three, my number two, combined. Right, right here, we're gonna do it. Yeah, man. Bro. Bay as fuck. The whole movie.
1: Witchy, cosmic, viking shit into it. I'm a, I think now, I I'm, got, now I'm a howl like a dog one. and fart.
2: You got my number one?
3: I think I got it. All right. Oh, yeah, and I'm Dream out because I
1: had that as your number one also. Tricks. No,
2: dude. Well, this is my number two with your number three. And holy shit, I agree with everything. It's cosmic. It's witchy. It's got the imagery uh, It's fringe horror because it's a lot of action, but my god, Eggers shoots action shots like he knows how to do them, like like he's been an action director his whole career. Out of yeah. nowhere, this motherfucker is just pulling off brilliance on screen. The yes. fucking Draugr? The Draugr in the moonlight? Mm-hmm. In the fucking uh, burial mound? Mm-hmm. Dope. Yes. Dope this movie gets cosmic
1: man is gonna be one of my next tattoos bro
2: oh it's so good dude it's so good it's so good everything this movie does is a 10 I don't know they Ricky 10 me 10. 10 it's my number 2 so 10 as fuck what's your number 2 bitch
3: my number 2 is what I wish the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre
2: would do <laughs> for me I'm out i'm out i'm out to the, i'm, out. I'm I had out. that as your number
3: one bud yeah me too yep. Son of a it's, bitch. it was probably my favorite film i saw in the theater it's the only film that i've seen three times this year and that is x yep 1979 a group of young you guys haven't had this on your list have you
2: no you? I, I, oh, I, you? I like we, we both like pearl more than x
3: yeah see i'm the exact opposite i like X more. 1979, a group of young film- filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas, but when the reclusive elderly hosts catch them in the act, the cast find themselves fighting for their lives. Let me tell you what. The 70s aesthetic was awesome. The farmhouse was awesome. The acting was awesome. Kid Cudi, no fucking clue who that is. I knew he was an, uh, a rapper. That was about it, but... Day and night. Man, <laughs> oh that is that is that a song mm-hmm. oh no I've heard that song then um just there there's just memorable scenes in this the reason I saw it three times is I watched it early on when it first came out I watched it with my buddies on one of our camping trips and then I watched it recently again but big big TCM vibes again oh, yeah. I know I'm just gonna get fucking slaughtered by saying this I I think this is what I wish TCM was not enough Franklin the yeah. Oh my God. The characters really made the first two <laughs> acts of this. I loved how it had some twists and turns, or I would say maybe plot developments in the story with the shy girl wanting to get in on it. And then you just get Kid Cuddy's character is just, I mean, that, that guy is just hole in chicks, man. Like that, that scene with the shadow <laughs> scene when he's got yeah. the knee scraper, just you yeah, know, you like that. Fact, oh, yeah. fucking damn right yeah, I like it. Yeah, boy. The creepy factor with the old people was awesome. <laughs> the kills were beyond brutal. That the, fucking the, gator. Yeah, the alligator was was <laughs> excellent. Mia Goth, I mean, obviously, I will definitely defer to her and Pearl saying that was a far better performance even though i still think this one was a 10 out of 10
2: yeah well pearl's a character study and this is a different type right right right
3: right. just some of the some of the song choices with the very first kill you get and look yeah don't fear the the reaper boy the cinematography was awesome with all the kills especially the first one when you get that red hue going through the fucking headlights that was just genius you i i love the character of wayne because I felt like yeah. that, that that I keep thinking in my brain that was um, Wayne on uh, the brain. McConaughey. I mean, he, no, he, he, was just, he like, had Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey going. Would be, yeah, for sure. He can through that hole, and you get the, you get the, the, the so pitch mark. Oh man, I love this movie. I had a lot of fun with this. This is my first nine out of ten, and that is X for my number two. Boom. Damn,
2: son. What's your number right, two? Cool. And don't don't put me the... out. Don't put me. I'm gonna go out.
1: in the other direction. No, um,
0: you put me so
1: out. So Ty West, oh. uh, Pearl, oh. for all the reasons that I talked about already. Um, <laughs> Mia Goth, man, she just fucking did this thing, bro. She did the fucking thing all through them goddamn credits. Fuck the pig. Fuck, fuck the imaginary boyfriends. I, everything, bro, like the scarecrows, <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> she she is just the most convincing psychopath that I've seen on screen any, ever as far back as I can remember
2: ever, yeah,
1: and uh God damn it, you have that technicolor looking shit going on, and she's I'm like over Annie- here in fucking Wizard of Ozland just, <laughs> just, dude, like this movie just fucking blew me away a hundred percent she's like, like Harry Wilkes. and he Wil- yeah, yeah bruh, like the yeah, it's a ten. It's a ten for me, bud. And I liked X a lot. I, I I actually loved X. But this one, this like I want Ty West to do more like this. Do more of this for me, please.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So there
1: you go.
3: Pearl, my number two. I had a number ten. I still oh. have one for each of your guys is I'll be I'll be sad and disappointed if it's not your number one because I would have at least thought they'd be in your top fifteen.
2: I, I'm out on number ones for both of y'all. So y'all's number ones are going to be surprises.
1: I'm out for both of y'all. I'm the only
3: one left.
2: Hmm. My number two, it's, it's basically
4: Your,
3: your number two was, uh, uh, the Northman. I thought, yes, your number two was the
2: Northman. Oh, I did. Oh, it's number one time. It's yeah. number
3: fucking one time,
2: dude. I did I did da, 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 da. I didn't get to say this about the Northman. then it's basically the Lion King. Um it's like it's also like uh living in a world full of art the clowns that are the size of Brock Lesnar.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're, you're fucked.
2: Okay. You're just okay. fucked, bro. Hammer fist. Mine number one of twenty twenty two. I saw this early on. I hope it's a witchy fucking of metal movie. <laughs> okay this movie is the nightclub it's a witchy metal movie isn't it it's a witchy metal cosmic sword and sorcery
3: fucking a right
2: explosion of holy fuck what the fuck so mad god should have been in my top 15 but it's not it's the spine of night is my number one film I in actually, 2022. I actually yeah.
1: had that as one of the choices. I
3: had Hellbender. I had Hellbender.
2: Spine oh, of, no shit. The, the Spine, Spine of, of Night. night. This I... movie took me by, just it, 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 it held me upside down, slipped my throat, and I bled all over the place. And it turned into Stardust. All right. When it fell to the ground. Yeah, bud. This movie is everything. That it like I'm saying, it's the nightclub. Like this is what it is, man. Like I'm like, whoa, I wish I'd have did this movie. Did, <laughs> and and year of the heroine, year of the fuck you ending, year of fuck it. Like th- th- this movie is original as shit while borrowing from so much, but every great artist steals, cause every great artist is a thief, baby. Whatever David Bowie said, I've said so Sheesh. many times. I love that shit. This yeah, movie just,
3: is I mean, high tension. Perfect example, ten out of ten. I agree. Oh, that the spine He's, of he... night is a ten out of ten. <laughs> uh, this this you movie You caught is... your
4: own words, bitch. This... I don't know if high
1: <laughs> tension's a, a ten, but I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed playing along just for the gag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, nah, dude, spine of night, man. It's. I don't know. I. I can't. People need to go see this movie. Mm-hmm. I understand if the animation throws people off. That's fine. Yeah. It's not for everyone, but this it's movie did it for me. Yeah. It's for me, like
3: those big floppy
1: titties all over. Dude, dude, and it looks like the heavy metal magazine art. Dude, it's so yep.
2: fucking rad. Dude. I didn't grow up with this stuff, so I don't have a reference point, but I understand the reference point, yeah, but uh, I saw this movie without having seen whatever it's based on, and this is cosmic bloodshed, unparalleled, with amazing fucking imagery like boom times 10 this movie's a 10 out of 10 favorite film of the year it's it's next level done i'm so fucking
3: happy that's your number one bro okay boss tuna's number one i cannot believe you guys had three choices for my number one he did not have this in there boss tuna is the ultimate fucking zombie freak nerd ever the Sadness, that's yeah. that's that's a given. That's well, a given. I don't consider it a zombie movie, though. It is 100%. I do. I can't, 28 Days Later is 100% a zombie movie. Yeah, virus, this and that. We ha- anyway. We, yeah, but we these people to.
1: smart, though. These people be smart and
3: stuff. They
2: are very Deadite-like, I'd say, with how, yeah. with how cruel and how, like, uh, vulgar they They've got all their are. faculties and shit. But I'd still... I would I would agree. I'd put this in the zombie camp though of, of movies. It's 100% a zombie. It, it it I mean,
3: it is it a stereotypical or textbook Romero zombie? No, but I mean we're in twenty twenty three. I mean, we're gonna expound on that a little bit. This movie is so fucking brutal, it's so visceral and ultra gory, it's just a disgusting film, and yeah. I loved every second of it. Yeah. Right? I loved it's every second. There were scenes in this movie. That I just, it's one of those that I have a hard time, you know, telling people to go watch this because there's some really fucked up subject Don't feel bad. The basketball court scene where you got these like five zombies taking this guy and they're ramming him. Picture this, the guy, picture he's sitting in a chair, but he's not in a chair. He's being held by four other people and they're ramming him dick first into Mm. a fucking basketball hoop.
2: I've lost a testicle. I understand his pain.
3: Oh, th- this guy—he tries to go insane. It save happened him. to me. And the guy's like, "What are you doing? I wanted this. He wants. Yeah, he's, the, I mean, it's—he's it's, like, it's, I was
2: about to finish. He's the ultimate sadist. <laughs>
3: so fucked up.
2: It's just everyone's a sadist. Oh everyone's my, a fucking yeah. gorehound. Everyone's a vicious freak. Yeah, everyone's sadness. a bunch of little
3: freaks, bro. <laughs>
4: this,
2: uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, this this tickles my freak nerve. Oh, really yeah. really hard and i loved it it was so brutal it was disgusting skull fuck that that one the subway train scene oh best scene actually i've got it as a tie my my two favorite brutal scenes of the year are that one and the bus scene and the texas chainsaw massacre
2: oh such a good whatever. fucking scene
3: yeah. yeah, I, I really like it. I really like the grandma that that melts the guy's
1: face with the the hot grease. Oh, the oh, one God. that's She's like you're,
2: you're a handsome boy, handsome boy. Yeah. <laughs> She's Bay. <laughs> She's my favorite.
3: <laughs> Sadness. It's yeah, not a I out of but
2: I swear it's a ten. It's nine 10. out of ten. I loved it.
1: Well, y'all both mentioned my number one already. Any oh my takers? God. I'm out, uh, dude. I don't know. So, Naru. Is bay. Oh, She's what? the bayest bay what? that ever bayed. And her dog is also bay. That oh. dog was cool as fuck. And I love a period piece. And the, this movie is just so fucking fun, man. Like, it's just so fucking fun. I just can't get over it. And plus, you got French Canadian trap houses that <laughs> gangster shit. Dude, like, just just 10 out of 10 all fucking day from me. Like you mentioned, the hero's journey. I'm smarter than a beaver, so this
3: movie is a 10 out of 10. That's Prey. all I got to say.
2: I did not see Prey being your number one. Wow. Uh, dude, I had I'm Glorious blown as
3: your number one. I, I kind of thought that was a Rickles movie.
2: I was already out for his number one. I didn't think Glorious was up there, but I was like not I have Glorious Prey. at a 7.5.
3: It's like Fried Berry. And you love fried berry. I
1: did love fried berry. Glorious didn't do it for me as much. Me either.
2: Yeah, not so much. But it was good. Nothing
1: but, nothing against uh, JK, but you know. No,
2: yeah. Simmons. No. Yeah, no.
3: Damn. Well that that fucking wraps up our top fifteen of twenty twenty two.
2: That's crazy. I, I honestly I did not know what y'all's number ones would be in Cole. I didn't even I don't know why I didn't suspect the sadness. I in didn't. Rick.
1: I don't know why I didn't think of the sadness either for you, that, Ricky. You blew me disappo- away. I'm disappointed. In you myself. blew
0: me away with prey, bro. I didn't know that would be your. Know, we, we watched learn. it.
1: I watched it for the first time with you, and dude, like, yeah, there's just something there. There's a um, dude. It's so fucking that sticky. That prey bay. That prey bay, bay is sticky. Oh, sticky, God, sticky. Dang.
3: Well, the lists are done. The 15 through 20. Let's hop into some honorable mentions. I got five. I think Rickles has five. Tibu's got a couple more. But we're going to go from basically our 16 down. And Tibu is.
2: I'm is, number one. Up. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say Violent Night was mentioned. I didn't have it on my list. But hell yeah. The Menu. Fuck yeah. The Cursed. Fuck yeah. Werewolf Castle. Dope ass fucking movie. Christmas. Bloody Christmas. Holy fucking shit what was that movie uh incantation was mentioned orphan first kill legions tin can Men, moonfall special shout out studio 666 david Bruckner's hellraiser oh my fucks the man in room six i previously mentioned also dope no one talked about the leech and speak no evil was not mentioned I'm leaving out so many films from 2022 that I saw out of my 68 that I want to talk about that I can't even go on. I can't even go on. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Boss Tuna, what's your honorable mention, sir?
3: My honorable mention, starting with number 20, is Wormwood Apocalypse, the sequel to the excellent zombie uh, New Zealand, I believe. Wormwood, Wormwood Apocalypse, 7.5, love it my 19 just mentioned by tibu speak no evil 7.5 watch this get through the slow shit for a fucking gut punch karate chop kick to your fucking testicle face ending speak <laughs> no evil brutal number three two yeah. witches very very wow underrated witch film i really like this one 7.75 Uh, what what number am I? I'm looking at this shit all back. Well, next up, we'll just say sissy, eight out of ten, really cool. Again, another one that brings in the, I mean, it's
2: it's a period piece. Did not see, did not see this.
3: You didn't see sissy. It was pretty good. It was pretty good.
2: It's a shutter, shutter original. Yeah, it's a shutter,
3: shutter, shutter original. Social media type. You know, I mean, it's it's right in the same vein as far as the storytelling, uh, and and just how how present it is with social media. Sissy, 8 out of 10. And my number 16 film, Barbarian. That I was talking Ooh. about already. Ba, 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 about ba, it. Ba, ba, Justin Long is Bay. Love the ending. Yeah. yeah, He's a... No, I'm not even going to say it, but yeah, check it out.
2: Dude, dope.
3: I'm going to rattle them off
1: hard and fast. Number 20, Dawn Breaks Behind the Eyes.
2: Yeah! Never heard of it. I I put Ricky on to this one. Bruh. I knew he'd love it. I knew it. Bruh. I knew it. It's it's Yeah. Get fucked up and watch
3: it. Just oh, <laughs> just, yeah. just do it. Dawn um, breaks behind the eyes.
2: Yeah. Dawn breaks behind the eyes. Yep.
1: Yeah, but that's that's a seven out of there. Oh um, that's,
2: that's a lot of love, right? Well, that's some that's love. A, that's love. That's oh, love. Yeah.
1: Number nineteen, the seller. Fuck you, Fulci ending.
3: One. Both of you guys like that. i yeah, man, dude. I, mean, I, I didn't dislike it, it just didn't do it for me.
2: Number eighteen, Virus thirty two. Hold on, hold on. I want to hear your thoughts on both of these though. Like Ricky with the seller, like what you love about that. You love that ending, right?
1: I, it the, the the last act, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just man. all that creepiness, yeah. Dude. <laughs> all that all that awesomeness.
2: And virus thirty two, very dope fucking premise, huh?
1: That fucking opening yeah. hooked me from the get go. I was like, look at this amazing shit. Yep. Um. And, yeah, tension, 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 tension. Ooh, big time. Next, I have Christmas Bloody Christmas. Yes.
2: So beautiful. So beautifully 7.
1: shot. 7.5. Oh. And finally, in my 16th place, I have Hellbender. 7.5. Adam's family cuz... That and I want to say something about that one in particular. That that might be like the cutest, funnest movie I've
2: seen. Oh, it's so good! It's, it's, it's a cool it's story so with the family. Yeah. the mom yeah, right. and the daughter with the band and oh yes. man, and the soundtrack.
1: Like, I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna end up getting it because like all the
2: music is dope. It's a it's. It's
1: fun as fuck. Like this movie is
2: great. Another so film that could it. easily just be a ten just because of what it is. Sure, sure. It's made and, by and, and, a family. I, it's low budget. It's awesome. I
1: just I want to preface
4: micro that budget. Also.
1: Yeah. yeah. Micro budget. And it's just made from love by a family who just love doing this. Uh-huh. And
2: that's that awesome. that's a 10 out of 10. You know, like that's amazing. That's why it's a 10. <laughs> Damn right. Lastly,
3: we have our kind of list type stuff. Tibu is going to go first, but what I will say is with mine, you guys can preface yours how you did it, but with mine, I filled in the categories with movies that were left over. So, for example, favorite zombie movie, obviously, that would have been The Sadness, but I filled that in with whatever was left over that wasn't in my top 15.
2: I I did not do that, but I appreciate that you did that. I I did a a mix. I just kind of did whatever felt right as my answer. So and I went off our list. So we have a little list that we're going to run down here. Um I'll start us off. Favorite zombie film, The Sadness. Um brutal as fuck, sloppy, gross, dark, amazing. Favorite slasher film of the year, Terrifier 2, hands down. Favorite creature feature, Is going to be Prey. Favorite supernatural film. I split this between David Bruckner's Hellraiser because of the imagery and between The Cellar because of the final act. So I've got a split on that one. My favorite horror comedy of the year. I've got Deadstream on my list, but I'm going to give this to Studio 666. I laughed my ass off throughout that whole movie. I I was looking at that one too. Dude, this 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 movie was in my top 10 for a long time, and it slowly slid out of the top 15, but I'm going to say I owe it a rewatch, and the gore is phenomenal. Favorite schlocky second is going to be Sharkula. Yeah, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. boy, the master is pleased. Uh, Lowest rated Amityville Karen, but I'm going to still say it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. Um, Rickles is going to have the floor on this next one.
3: What was your lowest rated score? You're not giving any ratings on that.
2: Amityville um, Karen. Uh, uh, I'd have to look at that on letterboxd or on okay. my list, but I I would say, I would say like a four out of 10, but it's still worth a watch. If you're a schlocky movie fan in that order, it's an 11 out of 10. So whatever you want to do with that, but, uh, lo- biggest disappointment and Ricky is going to have the floor on this one is is he'll he'll have the floor on this one uh my biggest surprise was halloween ends i had no idea this movie was going to be what it was and it completely destroyed the horror community people were fighting we were fighting on the podcast we were having fun (laughs) and i think i think it's just a great surprise movie like boom bitch you didn't think this was going to be the movie huh And it's, I love it. I think it's a really good film. So that's my biggest surprise.
3: Hey, my favorite zombie. I cheated a little bit because I didn't necessarily do a movie. I did a series. All of Us Are Dead on Netflix. Awesome. It's an eight or ten part series. Check it out. Favorite slasher. I'm going to put an asterisk on this. And if you know, you know. But that's Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I absolutely fucking hate that that main actor i can't think of his name i didn't see he, that he one either king of Stat- he was yeah, in king Staten that. island and oh he's he was a comedian SNL. yes yeah, yeah. Uh, uh
2: he dated the kardashian right yep yep. yeah that guy pete yep. pete pete, pete, davidson. Davidson. pete davidson pete davidson yeah. Yeah. but yeah
3: body body bodies, bodies was actually pretty fun favorite creature feature I cannot believe I liked this as much as I did. Jamie Foxx fucking killed it. I want to see more fucking yeah, really good in that. But Day Shift, 8 out of yeah. 10.
0: Oh, wow. Favorite
3: Supernatural, Satan Slaves to Communion. Ooh. Scary as fuck. Big yes. fan of the first one. Nice. On Y'all both got that fuck one. yeah, yeah. Bud. Yep. Favorite horror comedy, Let the Wrong One In. This was so fun. This was so fun. British or Scottish or whatnot. Vampire type movie. Check it out. It's definitely worth the watch. Lowest rated Arctic Void. Fucking stay away. 3.5. Ironically, out of the 100 movies I saw this year, the lowest rating I had was a 3.5. I had a handful of 4s. But anyways, biggest disappointment is a tie between Nope and Crimes of the Future. Both rated at 4. Biggest disappointment because I like Jordan Peele and I just feel he's just for, for me. Can we, can we talk about note for a second?
2: Can we talk about note for a second? Because you hit, you hit on what Ricky's going to touch on in a minute, but get out was amazing. Us was amazing. Why? I I
3: would say get out was amazing. Us was really good. Nope. What the fuck?
2: Why did he fall so short? He had a few cool scenes in this film. Don't get me wrong. Like he had a few really, really good scenes.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, the potential was
2: there i just oh, don't know yeah. what the fuck happened yeah i mean neither, man like i don't get why it just didn't hit like i man I, it didn't hit like i wanted
1: i love I you jordan peele
2: right we i think we all yeah. love jordan peele it's not like fuck jordan but it's like damn man i just wish this movie would have did more you
3: you know. waited and you waited and you waited and you waited the whole fucking time for something to happen and nothing happened like The third act, some shit came together, and there was some stuff that (sighs) happened, but I was just like, this is so fucking dumb. It's the biggest waste of my time. It's
2: like an M. Night idea. Like, to me, this is like an M. Night Shyamalan film. Like, he's going for for his idea, but he doesn't know quite how to piece it together yet, but he's still got to go for it, so he goes for it, and I think that's what this is. And M. Knight gets blamed for this all the time or hated for this all the time where he goes for his idea but he doesn't quite get it. But the ideas are good. They're good. But the movie just don't like Lady in the Water, the happening, like the, the ideas are good. The film just kinda you know, it it's a good film, but it, it just don't do it a hundred percent. But yeah, so no I was gonna say Crimes of the Future as well too. The reason that's on
3: there is because I was extremely excited have david cronenberg come back with another film mm-hmm. his son last year we had uh was it sensor he just put uh, up the 2023 it's film it? infinity pool i haven't seen it yet but man i know that that's getting some buzz as well uh but yeah ricky rickles i, I it was well no what's no your
2: biggest good. surprise of the year
3: yeah so my biggest surprise of the year you guys are gonna love this spine of night Nice. Yes. Yeah. The reason it's the biggest surprise is because I am not an anime guy. I am not any type of – of. Wh- wh- I mean that, that just I, – I don't remember why I watch it. Honestly, I think I watch it because Cronenberg, uh, Ian Wilhelm, I believe he's the well, one that told us about that,
2: wasn't it? Like I said, on Front Street, I saw it earlier this year when it got released on Shudder, and I was like, yeah. wow. And I was waiting for Ricky to see it and say something – but yes, you're right, Boss Tuna, it was Cronenberg on the Discord that was like this movie and then Ricky no. watched it and was like, Holy shit. But I was I was sitting on it like, when is Ricky gonna see this movie? No. And I was I was waiting until I would tell him like, Hey, you might want to watch Spine of Night, but but yeah, Ian did that huh. shit.
3: It was really cool. It was. It's basically an epic that's told oh. through the lens of of a an, an, an animated story. So it was really cool. And then I added one. I put favorite holiday film, and I put Christmas, Bloody Christmas. Fucking loved it. Eight out of ten. Spider Night, seven and a half out of ten.
1: All right. So I'm freestyling this one a little bit. <laughs> favorite zombie. Fuck it. I'm gonna just go with the sadness. Apparently. Yeah, bro. Favorite Slasher, come on. It's Terrifier too. Yeah, bro. Favorite <laughs> Creature, I don't want to give it to Prey. I want to give it to something else, so I'm going to give it to the Cursed. Favorite Supernatural, I want to give it to something else. I'll come back to that one. Favorite Horror Comedy, Deadstream.
4: <laughs>
1: Favorite Schlocky second, Sharkula, obviously.
2: Yeah, bro. The Master is so pleased right now. The Master is pleased. God damn, he's pleased. Favorite oh, Supernatural.
1: Dude. I'm going to go with Incantation. Ooh, I'm going to go with Incantation so on that one.
2: Brutal. That movie is so brutal.
1: Lowest rated and biggest disappointment are the same for me.
2: Do it, dude. And
1: at
2: 1.5, do it.
1: I have Crimes of the Future.
4: Yes!
2: Yeah.
1: 0. 0.5 for cinematography, 0. 0.5 for sound design, and 0. 0.5 for boobies. How do you make a horny-ass movie with all these sexy people in it so fucking boring <laughs> like i want to watch vigo mortensen sit in a, a uncomfortable wobbly chair and eat <laughs> pea soup no fuck you uh, fuck you fuck with you your, movie. with your fake ass dystopian future that sucks like it just looks like fucking cleveland or something <laughs> Like, fuck you, don't come back to horror, don't oh, stay stay out no,
4: oh, no.
1: <laughs> biggest surprise I'm gonna give it to Spine of Knight too, cause that hit me out of fucking left field, yeah, and dude. that's that's dude, wow, where was that all my fucking life, so that hit y'all both with the fucking surprise, oh yeah. wow, I didn't know anything about it, and I just I was like, okay, yeah, you can say, watch this shit. And I did, dude.
3: I never, I never would have watched it if he didn't say anything. Never.
1: I, I might wouldn't have either.
3: And for favorite holiday film,
1: I want to, I want to give it to Christmas, Bloody Christmas, because that was fun. Yeah. That was some fun Terminator shenanigans.
3: Yeah. yeah so stupid and silly, and I just. And fucking... also
1: Dora Madison,
2: Bay as fuck.
3: That's it. That's twenty twenty two is a fucking wrap.
2: Boom baby. I mean goddamn like what more do you want?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we need to do something else. What? We went we went through it.
2: Uh, What's your favorite favorite uh kill of the whole year?
1: Yeah. Favorite kill. Best kill of the year. The most gruesome
2: shit no, I just, saw. No,
1: just just best kill. It didn't have to be gruesome, just
3: sadness golf fuck.
2: Oh goddamn. Well, she didn't <laughs> die from it though. Oh, you're right. You're
1: right she liked it in the end she was like hell yeah keep going this is the shit
3: boy <laughs>
1: and then she and then she cut that mother- other motherfucker
3: up bro <laughs> okay we cross the streams boys yes we yeah them. we cross them we're in that same bathroom where not dare is going down and there's only one sh- one pisser left and the three of us are sitting there crossing streams bud crossing.
2: <laughs> i hope this was as good for you as it was for us Boop. <small noise>
1: This list is kind of lame, right? Yeah, it's a lame a, ass list, bro.
3: He's a bitch.
4: Mm-hmm. Just he's a
3: stupid ass bitch. He's just a stupid ass bitch. With Could his little hobbit
1: feet, up. well, well, with his big ass hobbit feet on his little body,
3: man, you know he doesn't have a lot of hair on his hobbit feet though, because his fucking he's just got fucking just tip of his wiener is just rubbing all the hair off Rubs all, the- <laughs> Rubs all the hair off he just got these weird fucking super callous hobbit feet with no hair on them
1: all the calluses are on top of his feet
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah just a big old mushroom there just swinging back and forth <laughs> Goddamn little hobbit just just little no, hobbit who would he be in so Mary I said Mary yesterday yeah, I he- think he'd be Frodo man you think so I think he'd be Rings Frodo. I think he would try to carry that fucking ring, bro. Who would I be? You you know more about that movie than I do. Boss Tuna. Who would Boss Tuna be in the in the fucking whatever those film franchises are? <laughs>
1: <laughs> whatever those are. Lord, Lord of the Rings.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I'd put you as a human character for sure. I wouldn't want to say Boromir.
3: Who's that? I was thinking Viggo Mortensen.
1: Yeah, I, I would say I would say
3: Aragorn or who's Aragorn is that Viggo Mortensen yeah 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 who's Vor- put
1: you, Boromir Boromir's the guy that tried to take the ring from Frodo in the first movie Sean Bean Sean Bean's character oh yeah yep he was he was the son of the steward of Gondor and he was the favorite son of the the steward
3: favorite son I can relate yeah. <laughs> Who would you be Rickles
1: Oh, dude! I'm probably, I'm probably one of the hobbits that that's dumb. I'm probably, I'm probably Pippin. <laughs> I'm probably Pippin, pissing off Gandalf all the time. Oh, that'd be hilarious! By touching stuff. What about
3: Trevor? I, Who would Trevor be? Trevor, maybe, Murphy. maybe. I
1: mean, Trevor's a big dude, but I'd say he's probably more hobbit-like. Yeah, I'd, I'd maybe give him Mary. And I would I would give him I would make him marry and I would probably put Grindhouse as Gandalf because me and Trevor, especially me, are always like touching shit and phasmophobia that gets us all and sometimes also Grindhouse killed. So I could totally see Brent being like Fool of a
0: took. Throw yourself in next time
4: and rid us of your stupidity.